Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> no, man. No? Do you know that um, people actually do shit in showers at work? Why well, your we... work? Hold on a second. No, at work in general. There's actually... You're the uh, one who said at work. Why did you add at work as if you've... Well, it's a no, common work, occurrence general, in your work. <laughs> no, in general, there's an article about statist- or statistics of how many people actually desiccate in a shower. Why would Desi- you Desiccate. Desiccate. Well, yeah, desiccate. <laughs> desiccate. You don't desiccate a bloody shower. That's a, actually, I suppose you, you do if you're shitting this. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear so much money, right? Oh, God. When it was in there, or what, or actually, or is this recording? Yep. It's just about recording about 40 <laughs> seconds ago. When I was when I was in Australia, right? We eventually got back to Dubai from Australia, from Brisbane. And we're in the airport, right? So we get on this plane. And you can tell you on the way home to castle because the first Geordie voice, apart from all humans I'd heard in a month, right, was this, this bloke that said to him, obviously he was a foreigner, he says, so can you tell me, is Newcastle an island? And then throat just goes, Newcastle an island? Where he's not fucking lately. <laughs> can I say that? Can I, is that yes, you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes, where he's not fucking lately. And I just turned and said, and laughed again, so we all know. That was the worst landing I've ever had coming into Newcastle Airport. Honestly, do you think Newcastle Airport like is, is state of the art and all that? Honestly, you get the back it's all like a fucking garden shed. <laughs> it is because I used to live. I used to live behind it. What Dubai Airport? No, it's Newcastle Airport. We got to Dubai, right? We got onto this bus, and it went on and on and on and on. I could open the windows. So are we on the motorway here? But it's like it is, it was like it was like a motorway, but it was in part of the airport. Do you seriously believe that if Jay could afford to live in Dubai, he'd come back <laughs> to England to live in Durham? When do you live in Dubai, Jay? In a country where you've got, <laughs> you, you've got literal gold bars in vending machines. No, you haven't. You That's do. You have. It's an urban myth. It's not an urban it's myth. It's not one. Just to prove it. What have you got? Well, how much money you got in to get a gold bar? Like? Depends on the size of the bar, I'm guessing. But it'll be quite a bit. Jay, why have you sent an article in the group chat saying about how people have admitted to shitting in a shower? One yeah, what's wrong with you? Right? One in 30 right, basically, is far too shows... common, that's disgusting. All right, all right, put this exactly. If you were in a guest house... What's more concerning is the fact that these people made it doing the act at work. If you were in a guest house, right? Yeah. House, right? And... Uh, you had an ensuite shower and a sink, right? But you didn't have a toilet. You had to go yeah. on the hallway. And you've been on the piss the night before, and you got in the middle of the night and you hear a shit. Would Why do I feel like this is a personal story? Would you... <laughs> it seems like a personal <laughs> story. Andy, come into the mic so we can hear you properly. He's all right, I can hear him. It means lean forwards a little bit because it's not picking you up very I'm much because you're so mic. far away. What? Anyway, so, yeah. No, that's that, not... That's it, better. Yeah. It's a, it's not a, um, just like, it's, it's, it's like, an, you know, you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't get, get, get your clothes on and go down the hallway for a shit. You just go in the shower. You'd have a shit in the shower. Of course you wouldn't. And then, uh, what? Can we just point out that I wouldn't shit at all? Because I don't shit unless I'm at home. Well, you know. 
Well, yeah, as I know, I've, I've very much refused. I've very much tried to avoid it at all costs. It's just like it's honestly a shit in the shower. It's just like it's just like a beady, isn't it? What? No, because it is. What do you think a beady is? It's like a sort of a beady like is a, a jet of water that washes your ass, isn't it? Aye, but that's like a bath so, toilet. Shitting in the shower no, isn't it's, it's, if, washing if your ass. If you were going to go for a comparison to a bidet, it would be a sink. <laughs> yeah. So why not? We've all pissing a sink in a nightclub, haven't we? Piss. Not shot. Yeah. See, back, like, back in the day, boys, like, you know, we went... Like, like, when, we when used to just shit in sinks. <laughs> we know. There, there was a nightclub. It was always level three, three urinals and a queue of about 50 blokes trying to go for a piss. It's still like that now. So you yeah. just go and piss in the sinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not the shitting's different. No, you wouldn't shit in the sink. Not exactly. right. I'm glad we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Not in front of all them blokes, you know what I mean? Can we just like point out that Private. me and Ashley are actually thinking of when we actually get married? Of shitting in the sink? No, not shitting in the sink. We are actually thinking of having guest houses and guest rooms for the Do not give Andy one, he'll shit in the sink. Um, <laughs> oh, not, yeah. Make sure the mine's got an ensuite shower. I have to live with this. All right, he has another one for you. Tell it's a good job you don't share the bathroom. Jordan, Jordan, I bet you've done this. I bet you've done this. Everybody's done this before, right? <laughs> Jordan. Run out of toilet paper and man, and have to wipe your ass with the cardboard thingy. No, I've never <laughs> no, had No. That. Seriously. Seriously? <laughs> You're the only one who would do that shit. <laughs> I had to use a newspaper once. I've run out of toilet paper once in my life, and I used those like baby vouchers side the thing, which was really odd. Have you ever wiped your ass and it's wet? That's a really weird sensation. <laughs> that is horrible. I mean, At least it smelled nice, though. Is that is it wet from shade or wet from blood? Both. That's what's weird. <laughs> oh, and baby wipes. <laughs> the thing is, it's like when you run out when you run out of um, toilet paper and you have then like you're thinking, oh crap! And like when you look around, you have to use the first thing that comes to mind, and, to- and then like use paper was there once. And the next time I did it, when I ran out of toilet paper, next time why you run out of toilet paper so much? Towels. You know, in a plane, does a does an aeroplane eject its shit mid mid air <laughs> across like across um like like the sea? I've yeah, got, it's called blue ice. Uh, yeah, blue ice. It is always true. So, do you know uh, that at altitude, your shit turns to, like at that kind of altitude because it's the same as if you're up a mountain, your shit turns to like a powder. So it actually just comes down as a powder. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, so like that, I'm assuming they'll have like a chemical process, like a chemical toilet, and then they'll just dump that out. Because I thought it turned to ice. Yeah, it turns I've, heard to... this, I've heard this before. There was a guy in America, and somehow it happened over America somewhere, and he was driving along in a, a, a Merc convertible with a root down. Mm. Oh, please well, tell me this. Can I say that, that that's that's supposedly no, fake because it, 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 that it came, freezes. It came out. It, yeah, it came out. It froze halfway down, and it must have thawed because otherwise it would have killed him. But I mean, what's the chances of that happening? I mean, that's got to be like a billion to one chance that to be, you know, a second other way, it, w- it would have missed him. Just it was perfect timing. I wouldn't right. call it perfect timing. Yeah. Or unlucky no, timing. unlucky timing. No, it's uh, for a start. Well, you know, I mean, that far... perspective you're coming from, isn't it? If it's fallen <laughs> I mean, that far, would... it wouldn't stay together. So it turns to ice, and then it like disintegrates because it's fallen that fast. So Basically, I feel like that's not um, a true story. It's they're not allowed to like. And then allowed airlines aren't allowed to dump near waste tanks in mid-flight anymore, and pilots have no mechanism which to do so. However, leaks sometimes do occur, 
there, there was at least 27 documented incidents of blue ice impacts in the United States between 1979 mm. and 2003. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 it's one of them a convertible driver. Is this uh, accidental in air quotes for accidental leaks? I wouldn't care. The bloke was well, only, only was flying over only back of the shower, you know what I mean? Mm. For sure. Sure. Interesting enough, so, so the the toilet was obviously is air. The, the, the toilet inside the plane is air. Uh, what do you call it? Pressurized. Pressurized, but the shit tank mustn't be. It cannot be. Well, it's is it she not just like a ladle it. under the seat, like scoops it and flicks it away? The latest recorded incident of blue ice is in November two thousand eighteen. A chunk of a chunk of blue ice fell from the sky and crashed through a roof in a home of Bristol, England. <laughs> Bristol is a shithole. Why is it not called brown ice? Because it's, it's blue chemical. It's disinfection that makes it's, it look blue. Yeah. Like At least I think the best one is in Hampshire um, in 2013, February. A, febri- a football-sized ball of blue ice smashed through a conservatory roof in Hampshire, causing around £10,000 of damage. Can you imagine if it's just the same plane every time and it's just someone who really <laughs> just doesn't like, like, like an expert? He's an expert pinpoint bomber. <laughs> he's just bombing people with football turns. I'll tell yeah. you what, I'll give you, I'll give you that on that way back from when we got uh, from uh, Brisbane to Dubai. Hold on. It was, it was one of them big planes, right? And the guy, so there was, it was three seats. Sue was out the window. I was in the middle. And this old bloke come and sat beside us, right? I said, Are you all right, mate? He goes, Yeah, yeah, not so bad. He put this thing around his neck, like, um, cushion. like a, a cushion thing. And he was flat out. We mm. couldn't get past him. We were on that plane for 14 hours, right? And it's the longest I've ever been without a piss. I couldn't actually get over this yeah, guy. I, 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 have another, I have another question. Well, you know, I you don't know piss in the seat. No, no. You know, if you're on a plane, mm-hmm. right? And you go for a shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then it ejects it out the plane. Mm hmm. How big of a shit do you have to have for the bit of ice that results to be the size of a football? No, I'm I'm assuming it fills up in a tank and then gets ejected all at the same time. So it's like a it cow, it's like a caravan yeah. chemical toilet where it's all right. Then what? You what about... you asked something funny about Kai when he was little, right? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> we're going to yes. go one of my oldest, right? And uh, what what had happened was oh, right, it's it was not the story I thought. It was it was late at night, and uh, it was a late night flight, and he was only little. He would have been. Seven, I think, six or seven. So anyway, they were bringing the drinks around. The hostess was bringing the drinks around, right? And what happened was they spilt this bloody cup of tea on this this young lass, and it was scalding hot. It just started screaming. Well, I think Kyle must have been asleep, and he woke up of and they, it was. he woke up. And it was it was it was looking around like you know, and it, all the commotion went down. Said the source, "Oh, that was pretty bad, wasn't it?" And Kyle said, "What was it? Was somebody trying to get in through the window?" <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Did I? I was probably having a dream of someone. Does does uh, does Superman often hijack your flight, Kyle? Have you have you seen the boys on the TV? Um, I found the best story of Blue Ice. Go on, then. Then I've got a question. All right. One chunk in London tore a large hole in the roof. Of a Unitarian Church in London, and it's repeatedly one of the reasons as 
reportedly, that's one of the reasons why the building has been demolished in early 2013. Why did you turn? Why did you demolish the building? Because a bit of shit fell through the roof five years ago. <laughs> the other thing is, right? If that bit of blue ice, right, that fell through that bloke's conservatory was a football size, right? Hmm. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if he jumped out of his? He's seen it coming. Jumped out of his chair and headed it. Glass. Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> oh God! Or volleyed it even. You know. That would have been <laughs> what do you think, Jordan? Is that funny? Yeah, it's all, uh, <laughs> funny. He's giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, the whole church thing. Can you imagine if there were a? If they were in the middle of saying something like, Lord, give us a sign or something, then a turd just comes flying through the roof. <laughs> well, it's a bad sign if the, if the Lord and Saviour has through, like... Um, a ball of shit. shit at you. It could be the second coming. Do you get that? <laughs> oh, oh, Hold God, on. Right. I've got... Okay, so I've got two questions. First, my first one is the least important, but what, what about, like, birds? If they can fly high enough, can they make balls of white ice? Is that hailstones? I went absolutely crazy when I just buried in that bumper bar. That seagull shot right in the Right in the locker. I was going crazy. Um, um, no, and what about... was, well, here's one for you. When you get an airplane, why do they have no smoking signs when it's been no smoking on an airplane for years? Just so that you still to Right. still no, Right. Uh, what about trains? Do they just, like, scoop it on the track? They do, actually. That's why there's loads of tomato plants growing in between the rails. Because they reckon that you can't digest tomato seeds, right? So you shit them out, then it shit goes onto the line, and then that's the tomato, tomato plants growth. What about, what about sweet corn? Do we know how each eat... tomato seeds anyway? Well, tomato Me. sandwiches, you know, tomato ham sandwiches. Hold on. Yeah, what, the, what, the, what, seeds are part of the, the seeds are part of the tomato. You're going to eat it if you have like a tomato sandwich. Or I'll tell you a bit of information here. There was a guy who actually corn? managed to slice a human hair, not lengthways, but you know, like... Oh, he was on like, about the same out, Right? 16 times. A human hair, like, like lengthways, 16 times. Do you know you got a job? Cutting ham and the... Um, <laughs> cutting ham on British Real for the sandwiches. For the world's thinner <laughs> slices. Did they want to save money? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you get, do you get that, Jordan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. All right, I've got one for you, Jordan. This is a funny joke, right? There's an old man and an old woman, right? Trying to spice up their sex life. Oh, have you heard this one before, have you? You heard it, Jordan? No. No. So the old woman, she goes out, right? She goes to an aunt's summer shop. And she buys a Basque suspenders. Pair of high heels and a pair of crotchless knickers. That's crotchless knickers, Jay, right? Now, bearing in mind, she's 85. So she gets on the bus and she goes home. She gets in the house. She gets on the stair lift. She goes up the stairs. She gets into the bedroom. She gets herself changed, you see? So she shouts down, Billy! Billy! He goes, what, man? Come up here now. Well, he's 95. So he gets out of his armchair. He gets out of the stairs. That takes him 10 minutes. He gets on the stairlift. He goes up the stairlift. Gets off the stairlift. He goes across the bedroom. It takes him another 20 minutes. He opens the door up, right? And there's his wife, this old woman, lying there on the bed with the Basque suspenders on, pair of high heels, and this pair of crutches, knickers with her legs open. And she says, hey, Billy, do you fancy a piece of this? He says, you're fucking joking. Look what it's done to your knickers, man. 
<laughs> Jordan didn't even titter. Jordan, you're still there. He did, man. Look, he did, man. It's him. Right All right, okay. I like how you're looking at the line to see if he speaks and not just listening for him. I tell you what, that's one of the funniest football things I've ever seen in my life, and I don't know if I can do it, but it was the Newcastle one against that certain Sunderland player. Do you know the one I mean? <laughs> Johnson. <clears throat> how did uh-huh. he- do you remember that one day? That was that was funny. That I never, I'd, you know, what it is I'd never heard that until the other day when Steph showed us on his phone. How did your brain switch so fast? Go Do you know what, it. Andy? Mm-hmm. What about sweet corn? Because you eat the seeds and you can't digest them because they do. It comes out as sweet corn in your shits. So how does how? Do that's the only part of a pot noodle that comes out your ass that you can actually still see. The, the sweet corn. The sweet one, corn. What the Not hell? if you eat the foil lid. And two, I'm assuming more people have tomato sandwiches and stuff on twins than sweet corn, because every time you ask the lady what's left, it's usually just the tomato stuff. Hmm. That would mean less people are eating tomato because there's more of it left. We know because all the, all the actual mm-hmm. nice tomato sandwiches are gone, then you've just got cheese and tomato, which nobody wants. I, I'm impartial mm. to a cheese and tomato sandwich. Cheese and tomato sandwiches are being... It's Andy's forte when he's left to make his own base. No, it's not. It's pot noodle, you know it is. Well, yeah, I'll pot noodle at the minute because it's winter. You need the warm food. Or beans and sausages. Yeah. Beans and sausages are good for you. Or taste of China soup. Oh, God, it's vile. <laughs> if I tell you what, if that's what China tastes like, I'm never going to. Honestly, <laughs> you ever had it, Jordan? Taste of no. China soup. I've, I've got some kimchi in the cupboard if you want to try it. He was so excited. So taste of some China. Kimchi? He was What's so disappointed. Like? It's, a, it's a Korean snack. It's used for a lot of meat. A lot of meals, apparently. It's basically like fermented and pickled uh, cabbage. Is that what that bloke uses it? Hiya! You know the one I mean? Hiya! What's he oh, called? He's, talk- he's talking about Uncle Roger. Hiya! 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 Him. <laughs> That's not what he does. What he does when he goes, hiya! <laughs> kind of. All your English people, you don't use it. What's his, what, is, what is he like to use in his food? What? Uh, uh, I think that's oh. banned. MSG. Dogs. MSG. Hiya. <laughs> yeah. Dogs. No, Who I said dogs? Talk... Me. Fuck's sake, Kyle. Wait, they're doing, they're doing, oh, they're terrible. Uh, That's my dog. I don't think you can say that, Kyle, not in a civilised country. You can say it, you just can't have it in a civilised country. The French it depends, right? they eat, they eat There's a difference between um, commencing an action and uh, doing an action and saying you would do the same action. Yeah, exactly. There's the thing, though, because every country has different specialties and stuff. Like, you've just said France has horse. China, I suppose, we has dog and... Did bat, you say France has horse? And all this That's frog. Did you say, it's Neil. Yeah. Tesco's it's it's Tesco's that have horse. But they've got snail and all that sort of stuff, and basically, basically every country has like these weird dishes that they have, and some people look at the English dishes and think they're weird. So, what's the most weird English dish? You can't you can't really say much about English dishes because, like, all before the Mormons invaded, we had pretty much shit. Before the Mormons invaded, Mormons did did, did we have shit dishes or was it blue ice dishes? No, I, I think we had decent dishes because if you look, if you look at what we had, we still we still had a lot of the a lot of different foods and things like that, and it was still tasteful. I think it's just 
when they came over, when the Romans came over, they basically brought different food, and that's why it's considered to be fair, good, it was different most, to what we'd been having for centuries. Most of what a lot of them were eating dairy peas, cabbage, and oats, according to gunk trapped gunk, according to the gunk trapped in the teeth. Scientists analyzed dental plaque from the teeth of skeletons in the Iron Age and post medieval age. So basically, they ate cabbages. Right, you've got cabbages, nettles, all that sort, all that sort of stuff. It, they would have had a varied diet. They would have eaten whatever they could catch. They would, they would have eaten exactly what they had meat, like poultry, meat. They would have eaten the vegetables that they, that they could grow as but well. But anyway, most our good food all came when we started wandering around the globe, just taking over everywhere and bringing stuff home, and then not using they got all the spices, spices from India and tea and stuff. That's it's when like our that, food got good. It's like that thing, we'd, we'd took them all over and then we'd never use the spices because if you open up anybody's kitchen cupboard, you're guaranteed to find out-of-date spices like cumin and saffron and all that sort of stuff. The only spices that any English person uses consistently is pepper and salt. Pepper and salt wasn't really much in the UK. It was mostly cabbage. Yeah, pepper and salt I, came from Arabia areas before we invaded. I, I know yeah. that, Jay, but what, 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 what I'm saying is when you open up someone's kitchen today, the most used things are pepper and salt because we never use any of the other spices. I use a lot of paprika and oregano, basil. That's about it. I didn't use many of the other ones. I don't... Uh, if you go to Arkhamax, right, um, Pepper's the only one that hasn't been touched because no one in my house eats Pepper. Why do you pepper. not like Pepper? Pepper's lush. Pepper's pepper file. It's, it's not a file. Every, it's, it's not that abrasive. It, it gives it, it a nice it, it, It's completely another file food. You should not... Not food. Um, spice. It should not be put in Pepper on anything. Well, that's why you're going... It's like food. food. You're not meant to eat it by itself. Actually, your belly. This is, this is like the conversation me and Kyle had earlier. What about um, the beef wellington? I saw beef wellington as a chicken pie in the shape of a boot. He says, oh, I'll have um, mushrooms. I was like, oh, Ashley's not a big fan of mushroom. She's like, oh, me neither. But like mushrooms are absolute god send of food. The taste are like absolutely, mushrooms. I love a bit of fungus. Like They've, they've got, a, yeah, got... When you eat them, it tastes like you, you're eating a bloody tyre. It's just rubber. It doesn't. It's horrible. What what mushrooms how, how, you been how, how are you cooking your mushrooms yeah. that they taste like um, tyres? Every mushroom I've ever had... Either it tastes like dirt, or it tastes burnt, or it just tastes yeah. like rubber because hang it's got on, that rubbery texture. Jordan, Jordan, you're not going to pick it out the floor and then chew it, you know. You're meant to wash it and cook it first. Food that squeaks in your teeth while you're eating should not be eaten. It shouldn't squeak in your teeth. What's wrong with you? <laughs> squeak? What? You never had a mushroom squeak that's in your a, teeth when you when no, you've that's, tried like a no, Kyle, that's a gerbil. Stop squeaks. eating them. <laughs> You know what you're talking about, that suicidal hamster before? Was suicidal or was it just what, was claiming that the cows were... He was trying to get away from him. He trying to get away from him. He was like, oh, no, eat a gerbil. It was squeaking in his teeth and he was like, this fucking mushroom. In all fairness, in um, Peru, eating hamster is actually a delicacy. I did say that before and it's guinea pigs. Guinea pigs? Yeah. Rodents. Yeah, yeah, general rodents, but guinea pigs are delicacy. In some parts of Asia, and they eat them um, blue ducks. What they paint them blue, or do they just specifically no, catch blue ones? It's um, that... it's when the egg is in a, is in a fetus in a fetus state. What a... is it? A, oh is it a blue, yeah, is it a blue duck or is it a blue? It's a ice blue... duck. Oh. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> the top guy, Andy. Hold on, this was going to be murderers. Before we move on to that, has Andy seen the Argentine lake duck? No, but I've done the Argentine tango before. Kyle, uh, hold on a second. Can you remember what I'm on about? 
Can Jay remember one of our woes? The fucking penis. Yes. That's its penis. That's its penis. <laughs> it's got a 42.5 centimetre organ belonging to the bloody duck. How the hell is it? Why does it need that long for? Like? It's twice the... It's basically because the it, it, It's because it uses it to lasso females. <laughs> lasso them? Yeah. God. So a duck's cock's corkscrew, so once it, once it gets in there, the female can't get away, basically, because ducks do gang rape. Yeah, me. <laughs> that, that, that's the less glamorous version of what David Attenborough tells you. Jordan's still here. Somewhere. Jordan, no. hello. Hello. There we go. You can join in. It's and, preferred. And, I know we're talking about duck penises, but I'm, I'm sure you <laughs> Yeah, talk yeah, John. Talk to a god. Nah. All you have Jordan, to do is offer some information about a duck penis. Jordan, what's your opinion on duck penises and duck gang rape? Oh, don't get me started on duck penises. <laughs> Fuck sake. Jay's out of the conversation. With his, anyway, uh, I find it hilarious that the fact that they're corkscrewed. So if you ever want to make your ducks, if you if you take a female duck and a male duck from a pond and you ever want them to breed and have children, you just basically need to like corkscrew the duck onto the female. Can't you go, isn't it a crime to kidnap? No, it's not. Ducks are perfectly free in the UK. Yeah, so then if you kid so if you kid if you keep it as a pet, then if ducks are free, if you then keep it as a pet, right, then it's against its own will, so you've kidnapped it because it has free will. Yeah, but if the duck stays, then therefore it, it's a pet duck. You can have pet ducks in the UK. It's perfectly legal to go to a pond, pick a duck up, and take it home. Jay. No, it's not. What are you talking about? And the best thing is, if you if you have a like a cork like a, a corkscrew that has a corkscrew, you just feed the duck Viagra and just cork it onto the top. I don't Jay, think that's how it works. I do not ever want to think of the image of you corkscrewing a duck. <laughs> well, you, he, he, his original start of that sentence was if you have a corkscrew penis so I don't want to know where it was <laughs> on, on, oh, honestly no. I'm just imagining <coughs> opening a, go, having like a sophisticated party in the upper echelons of society and going oh I'll just open another bottle of wine and just go into this pond outside his house picking up a duck <laughs> and using that as a corkscrew we picked up the duck beyond the plate <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we were going to continue on from last week and do a continuation of murder as it was going to be part two. Camels, with... camels, yes, camels, humps. Welcome to part two of serial killers. Last week we said we we're going to do it in 2021 in January. We didn't have a topic this week, so we thought to continue anyway. Well, no, so, it's, it's not exactly welcome. we didn't have a topic, it's more one of them, um, Jay, uh, begin with Jay, uh, d- d- forgot <laughs> Jay. that there was an extra week and before we have to record the Christmas specials and stuff and didn't realize that we had a free episode. Yeah, right. Left. So up. up. Are you just ready, Kyle? Yeah. Welcome ready? to the welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the audience. Are you ready to learn about Alexander? On the podcast, we can. Welcome back to this is this is about the killers. So this is part two. This is talk, obviously oh, why we've been talking about people blue ice for twenty six minutes. Um, Alexander Hello? Pichushkin. Who was he player for? The Russian. Right. It says not to be confused with Alexander Pushkin. I don't know who that is. Is that Alexander Pushkin? Oh, he was a Russian poet. Sorry. 
Right. Uh, Alex, anyway, Alexander Pichushkin. Um, I think Alexander Pichushkin's was... a much better name for a murderer because he just pushes people off things. Oh, he was more violent than that. Uh, he was born on the 9th of April 1974 and he's known as the Chessboard Killer. Sounds good. He's as old as so, me, 1974. What date was he born? 9th of April. 9th of April, hey, I was born on the 23rd. Isn't that amusing? There you go. <laughs> Maybe it's the sign. He I was also a test so I can only play a draft, so he wouldn't really kill me. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> that's no part of it. He's it's he's uh he was known as the chessboard killer or the bits of park maniac. Um, he's believed to have, ki- have killed at least forty-eight people and possibly as many as sixty between nineteen ninety-two and two thousand and six in Moscow's bits of park, where a number of the victims' bodies were found. Stefan. Yes. Is he called the chessboard killer because he ki- he killed in the in in sets of however many chess pieces there are, and he did black he did the equal number of black and white. No, <laughs> he didn't segregate people to that color. No settler. Uh, it, it, it's it's well you'll you'll find out, but uh, he's remembered to have been an initially sociable child, however. Uh, this changed following an incident in which he fell backwards off a, sw- a swing. Then, as he sat up, the swing struck him in the forehead as it swung back. Expert, experts speculated that the, the event damaged the frontal cortex of Petrushkin's brain. Such damages produced poor impulse regulation and ten- tendency towards aggression. Since he was still a child, the damage would have been more severe as a child's forehead doesn't prove uh, doesn't provide the maximum amount of protection compared to adults. Following this accident, Petrushkin frequently became hostile and impulsive. His mother soon decided to transfer him from a mainstream school he was attending to, to one for children with learning disabilities. Prior to this transfer, children from the school that he was going to was known to be physically and verbally bullied by Petrushkin, referring to him as that retard. This yeah. abuse. This even the microphone because you were tapping right next to the mic. No, put it back on. I've unmuted it. That means it's got volume. For fuck's sake. Really, this abuse uh, served to intensify his rage and hostility. Upon reaching early adolescence, Petrushkin's maternal grandfather recognised he was highly intelligent, and felt his that his innate talents were being wasted, and he wasn't involved in any activities at home. And the school he was enrolled in for, forced focused more on overcoming disability than on promoting achievement. Petrushkin's grandfather took him to live in his home and encouraged him to pursue intellectual pursuits outside of the school. The deepest of these interests was chess. So this is where it comes from. He was taught how to play, and after demonstrating his ability, was introduced to exhibition games against elderly men who played publicly in Bitter Park. It turned out that he was an outstanding chess player, and for the first time, (laughs) and for the first time, he found a channel for his aggression when dominating the chessboard in all of this period. But then his grandfather died. Uh, This was thought to be the catalyst. So he struggled with depression. He became alcoholic, and he bought a dog that he would walk in the park. Uh, he returned. What was he the left, dog I don't know. Uh, he left and returned to his mother's home after, after which he was enrolled as a student. According to reports, uh, the death of his grandfather greatly affected him. Um, so he started drinking large quantities of vodka and continued to play chess both at home and in the park. Who now, was dr- in the background? who was it? Sorry, somebody's either laughing or wanking in the background. One of the two. I think it was Probably Jordan fucking his mic to try and prove. <laughs> Now joining the other men in drinking vodka. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry about the noise. Do you mind while we're in the middle of the serious bloody discussion? Yeah, so about... Sorry. He started drinking a lot. Um, it was at this time that he began to develop more a more sinister hobby that at the time remained unknown to anyone. Whenever he knew he was going to come into contact with other children, he would take a video camera along and proceed to threaten them. On one, uh, just on one occasion uh, that has since been made public, he held a young child by one leg upside down out of a window and said to the camera, you are in my power now, I'm going to drop you from the window and you will fall 15 metres to your death. He then watched these videos repeatedly to reaffirm his own power. And by 1992, this practice had become insufficient uh, to satisfy his urges. What you, a fucking dickhead. He was Michael Honestly. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but a bit more stabbing. <laughs> to be fair, we, we've all played chess, and we've all play, played many games of chess. Are we going to turn into killers thanks to this? In all fairness, no one chess. I can I start picking up comparisons between you and this Russian serial killer? Who, uh, I don't oh, know, it gets I mean, better. I was a child until he had a until he fell and had a head injury trying to retrieve a football from the train lines. Who was? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That, that was a chin, chin injury. injury. Thanks. <laughs> now, now Kyle has a issue with wanting to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, kill that was it. I just don't like everybody. Yeah, still the same difference. <laughs> so. Uh, Petrushkin was just a teenager when he committed his first murder. While a student in 1992, he pushed a boy out of a window. According to Petrushkin's televised confession later on after in his trial, he said, this first murder, it's like the first love. It's unforgettable. Can I just stop you there? Yes. There's another alcohol drink called Blue Eyes. Oh, for God. There is, isn't there? There's it's blue, wo- like blue Wicked and shit. Oh, it's called it's Blue Smirnoff Ice. ice. Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> So I don't think there's blue ice. There's probably a cocktail called blue ice, to be honest. I think I've had one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a look. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's blue, blue ice. ice cream. Aye, there is blue ice. There are ice cream. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Sorry, what, what's happening right. now? So he, he committed his first murder. So then, after that, he invited one of his friends, uh, Mikhail Odichuk, uh, to go with him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> to go with him on a quote-unquote killing expedition. They began walking around trying to find someone to kill, and when it became clear that Orderchuk wasn't taking it seriously and was joking, Pushkin instead killed him. He claimed to the police that questioned <laughs> him about his friend's... He, he claimed the police questioned him about his friend's death, but nothing really came of it. Hey, that's not funny. What, what, what are you laughing at? That's no, I'm, I'm laughing at the fact that if, that he... Just the mental image of him walking around with his mate, going, "Right, we're gonna go on a, we're gonna go on, on like a k- killing adventure," and his mate just going, "Aye, aye, aye," and then just the image of him taking it all seriously. Meanwhile, you've got his mate just walking behind him, smiling, laughing, doing stupid shit behind him, acting up. <laughs> it's just like something from a TV show. Oh, this is definitely me and you. You be turning around to me, be like, "We're going someone killing," be like, "Yeah, okay, let's go." Hey ho, hey ho. Uh, after the spooning, <laughs> oh, you have to have a good spoon after. <laughs> yeah, we can have a good spoon after. Like, alright, oh, yeah, let's have a good spoon after. Like, alright, oh, yeah, let's have a good spoon after. Like, alright, yeah, let's have a good spoon after. Like, alright, yeah, let's have a good spoon after. Like, alright, yeah, let's have a good spo
But what is that? What is that? It's a nail file. Is that what it is? Like all you put was sandpaper. It's a nail file. It's just a higher grit. It's a lower grit than the other one. That's for getting rid of the like actual edge, and then the higher grit ones too. Yeah. I think we should do a whole episode of, uh, of Andy. Why? Looking at exploring Kyle's bedroom. Wait, Joe, you want to see what's in this drawer here? There's nothing in this drawer here, thank you very much. Yeah. Go ahead, open it, see yeah. what you can find. I mean, what kind of... I know it's a revolver, but what kind of gun's that? <laughs> yeah? It's called a Colt Single Action Army. Right, okay. And what's this? Cutthroat, cutthroat Razor. You're the one who gave me the cutthroat razor, so I don't know what you're complaining about. And this is a box of paint. Jurex. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jurex. Not Jurex, sorry. And um, <clears throat> what's this hair gel? Cool, tingle, tingling lube. Water based. <laughs> yeah. There, explore the bedroom. You, 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 you've explored one tiny section of my top drawer. I'll do it. I'll throw your wallet down and see what's in here. Absolutely sod all. You have a look. You're right now. What's up? Is everybody gone? No, everybody's still here. They're just listening to you doing ridiculous stuff. Who's that? Is that somebody playing the guitar now? Sounds like it, doesn't it? Will you get out my wallet? Oh, he's sorry. There's only a couple of quid in there. You can have it if you want. Where's 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 Stefan gone? Come here. What's the matter? No, just waiting. Can, can we? Right, okay. Uh, please, sorry. Please continue with sorry? the murdering topic. I think we'll finish now. <laughs> um. He then stepped up his killing game uh, long after his first murder. So he took a big break from murdering. Uh. He started viciously targeting people in 2000. The victims targeted by Petrushkin were primarily elderly homeless people or people who would not be missed or noticed missing. He used to lure them with vodka and the promise of getting drunk and after getting them intoxicated, he would kill them by hitting them in the head with a hammer. To make sure none of the victims survived the attack, he would, he would then... He then used to stick uh, broken bot- vodka bottles or pieces of wood into the, the open wound in their skull. Uh, the attacks always took place from behind to avoid getting blood on his own clothes and then he would throw the victims into sewage works uh, well an open sewer that went uh, through the park Um, but it says hmm it is Russia it's the most Russian thing in the world when you're luring people away to murder them with vodka (laughs) it is isn't it Uh. It does say the bodies were always dumped nearby sewage works in the park, but his victims' numbers were increasing. He became frustrated <coughs> that no one is talking about the murder, so he stepped up his killings by leaving the bodies in more open spaces. As his god complex was driving this, his killing appetite, Petrushkin was leading what appeared to be a normal life. He later was a supermarket worker and even picked up uh, one of his victims from there. Almost all of his victims were picked up while walking in the park. Uh, he would always either get victims drunk or sneak up behind delivering a fatal blow. Saying at his trial, I would sometimes wake up with just the desire to kill and I would go into the woods that same day. I like to watch the agony of the victims. 
Can we just... This guy was so good at killing that when his number started racking up, he realised no one was talking about it and thought, okay, I'll just be a little bit more obvious. Yeah, basically. Was he accidentally just this absolutely fantastic killer who would not have got caught in, if he had just stuck to doing his thing, but because he wanted people to know that he's doing it, he started well, so- doing stupid shit. Supposedly, he would be, he would basically get them pissed, and then he would hit he would get behind them, and then hit them in the head with a hammer. He would basically bludgeon them um, until they had an open wound, and then he would smash the vodka bottle and either stick it in or he would stick a piece of broken wood into the open wound, and then throw them into a nearby open sewer where they would likely drown and the body would get washed away. Uh, he got pissed off that and realized basically. Um, how how big is Wusha's population when you can murder? Like, is there a number along with how many murders he did before he started putting them in more obvious places? Because if it's a high number, how big? I know Wusha's population's big, but someone must have surely noticed. Well, no, because he was targeting homeless people. What part of Russia was it? Yeah, but even if it's was just it like a Russian sewage part? worker, even if it's just a sewage worker who's had to do something in the pipes, comes across a body. Like surely, surely someone must have stumbled across a body at some point because it's quite difficult to to believe that he basically just chucked it in the sewage and it just washed away and then nobody ever saw it again. Well, I would, I would, I would assume that if they did find the odd body, if they found the odd few bodies, because I don't think this was a massively high number at the start. There was, there was a good few, but I, th- I would assume that um, they didn't find everybody, and when they did find one or two, they weren't really linking them. I would assume so they didn't realize it was a serial killer. But it does say that by two thousand and three, the residents of the park were starting to get worried that there was a serial killer on the loose in the area. So maybe they were noticing, but didn't really so, talk about it much. So it took them three years. Going, right? Let me ask yeah. this question. Why is a serial killer called a serial killer? Because he kills in a series of murders. Is that yeah. Why it is? Yeah, basically. Um, it's it, it also talks about um, his god complex. It says his pure motivation was power and thrill. He claimed that he felt like a god while killing. It was him alone deciding if they live or die. He said, direct quote, for me, life without killing is like life without food for you. He once said, I feel like a father of all these people since it was I who opened the door for them to another world. Uh, and then it says, just casually underneath, psychiatry experts at the Sibirsky Institute said that he was not insane, but deemed Petrushkin mentally irrecoverable. Yeah, he should. He's got a god <laughs> complex. So was he exterminated? What did they, was he put to death? Was he exterminated? Well, well if you're going to hang around long enough, we do get to that. Um, it, 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 well, well, I'll tell you at the end. So... It says the park where he committed the murders, Bitsa Park, is an extensive wooded area covering 22 square kilometres of southern Moscow. So it's in the southern Moscow, Andy, in Russia. Uh, It says on the 15th of October 2005, Moscow police found the body of 31-year-old Nikolai A. Vorobyov. The victim suffered a blow to the head, having a bottle in it. One month later, the body of another victim is discovered. It was a 63-year-old man. Two weeks after that, the third body emerges of Vladimir Dudukin. And just a week after that, a fourth body is found. By Christmas, seven bodies in total had been discovered. None of the victims seemed to be robbed, but what they all had in common was injuries to the head and mutilation with either a vodka bottle or wood sticks forced into the skulls of the victims. Did he it run was out of clear- vodka at one point? Well, you just used a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Uh 
Why, oh, do all, why does there so many murderers use hammers? I know it's so. I know it's slightly efficient in that you can, even if you don't kill them, you can knock them out with a head blow. But like, it's so inelegant. Uh, yeah, but I'm guessing from a. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm not. I'm. You know. Uh, it's, it's so common. If you want to stand out, like if you if you wanted people to realize, oh, these are actual murders, and you wanted to stand out, I think you'd use something other than a hammer. Because if you if you people find a body with a hammer blow, they might just think it's like a head trauma, like they fell and knocked themselves out. And but if you use, but if you use, but if you use blunt force trauma, I tell you what, then you can. It takes some force to run through your school with a hammer, you know. Oh, it would, yeah. It can be a big thing. It's can be and I know, but depending on how long it takes to to uh, find the body, the, the body in the school probably deteriorate a little bit and depends on how much the body's ended up knocking into in the sewers and stuff. It could have just looked like the fell in the sewers and got so beat the shit off. Yeah, but for, for oh, him dumping bodies in the sewers... For him, but dumping bodies in sewers, if he hits them once, even if he doesn't smash a skull, if he renders them unconscious and throws them in the sewer, they'll probably drown anyway. Yeah. And they'll probably bump into things in the sewer anyway, so they probably would have been covered in bruises and other marks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to answer your question, I'm, I'm guessing a hammer, it's blunt force trauma, so it's it's less likely to splatter blood. Whereas if you stab someone, it's going to splatter blood on you, you're going to get a lot of blood. So yeah. it's you're going to have less to clean up physically on the floor since he's doing it in a public park and but, you're less likely to get it on your clothes in case the police come knock on your door. I don't think you'd be able to stab somebody with a hammer though. Well, Depends how know. sharp it is. It's one of those hammers that's got the um, back Ooh, to... Ooh, if it's a claw hammer, you could. Yeah. I suppose a claw hammer. Oh, the fan beat one with a pick on a pick hammer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, mate. <laughs> um, it says it was it was clear that the Russian police had a serial killer on the loose. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Serious crimes like these were handled. Moscow's elite murder squad. The senior investigator put up. <laughs> eh? The KGB. <laughs> yeah. With Vladimir yeah. heading the investigation. <laughs> well, see, it says the senior investigator put on the case in February two thousand and six was. Vladimir Putin, please. No, no, it wasn't. It was Andre oh. Supernengo. <laughs> uh, but so far, no. I recognise his name as well. I don't know why, but I recognise his name. It's probably Smith in Russian. <laughs> From the uh, amount of Vladimir's demand, I think Vladimir's the genre for the Russian population. Probably. Uh, but so far, no clues have emerged about the possibility, possible identity of the murder. Investigators, investigators, picked up evidence from crime scenes, but the killer left no traces, no fingerprints. They decided to get help from one of the most experienced forensic scientists, Professor Vladimir Vorenstov. Analyzing the bodies... <laughs> See, it's another Vladimir. <laughs> Analyzing the bodies, he noticed that multiple injuries to the back and side of the head, as well as on the face, this was the killer's signature, with no other forensic evidence. <coughs> he still managed to maintain that uh, the possible murder weapon was a hammer. So, it also says that close to Beast Park, there was a psychiatric sanatorium. Investigators believe that the killer might be a former patient who escaped and was now hiding in the park and killing people. Everybody was questioned. Anyone looking suspicious was interrogated by the police, but no one seemed to fit a possible suspect, so the theory was dropped. 200 police officers roamed the park, stopping and questioning in questioning anybody. It is then that they arrested a transvestite man who surprisingly was carrying a hammer in his bag, which he claimed to carry it for protection, which I believe in Russia, to be fair. 
Yeah, it true. felt that the police finally had a suspect in custody. <laughs> yeah, probably. It felt that the police had finally had a suspect, but after 24 hours, his alibi checked out that he was not the murderer. A week later, the body of a woman was discovered. By now, the total count of bodies is up to 12. It has seemed that the killer has switched victims, now killing women. In April 2006, the body of Larissa Kuku... It's a Russian name. <laughs> Kuligina? Kuligina is discovered. I'm sorry if anyone's Russian and I'm butchering names. Um, we've got we've got six listeners in Russia. Well, they're probably going to be angry about this episode. <laughs> yeah. Just butchering everybody's name. Um, but his last victim, he's undoing. Two months later, in June 2006, the body of another woman was discovered. By this time, investigators discovered a crucial piece of evidence in the victim's coat pocket. It was a metro ticket. The ticket discover, discovered led investigators to check all the surveillance on the Moscow metro, hoping to get a glimpse of the victim's last hours and see if she was alone or someone else could offer information. The task was huge. However, it comes to investigators' attention that a 15-year-old boy came to identify the body. She was 36 years old, uh, and she was known as Mar- Marina Moskoyalova. She was a worker at the supermarket, and she was a single mother, living alone with her son, Sergei. But Sergei had more to tell than just identifying his mother. He told investigators that his mother went out with her boyfriend named Sasha. As a worried mother, she tried to contact her son to tell him where she was going. Unable to reach him via phone, she left him a note about where they were going in the flat, who she is with, and a phone number. When checking the phone number, investigators traced it to a 32-year-old man on the name of Alexander Pichushkin. He was too a worker at the supermarket. His name in, Russia, in the Russian language is often shortened to Sasha. So this is how they caught him. He killed someone he worked with. And apparently he knew the uh, risk of killing somebody he worked with, uh, but he decided to do it anyway. Well, yeah, because he wanted to get caught. It's the whole thing of he wanted people to pay attention to him. Yeah. It says, um, meanwhile, investigators discovered Metro video footage, which clearly showed the victim was in the presence of Alexander Petrushkin. It was all investigators needed. They had enough to arrest him and bring him in for questioning about the murder. On the 16th of July, June 2006, Petrushkin was arrested. He initially denied everything and said he is not the one they are looking for, but within a couple of hours of interrogation, he confessed to the murder of Mar- Marina. The final pieces of her murder are coming together. He met Marina on June the 13th and invited her for a picnic. According to his confession, they <coughs> sat for hours alone while he was com- contemplating whether to kill her or not. He eventually decided as a life would have become torture for him otherwise. So, ooh, well, I've actually got a photo of him here, but I'll, I've, I, I googled him. He looks like your typical normal Russian. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you why. So the confessional <laughs> murder. So he then delivered an enormous shock to investigators when he confessed to sixty-one murders. It was yeah. something that the investigators did not expect. <laughs> they were sure they have the. Easter maniac arrested, but no one is prepared for the high number of murders confessed. Now they had to confirm more victims. While in custody, they searched his apartment for further evidence and clues. Uh, when they discovered a chessboard with the numbers on every square, there were 61 numbers on it. Russian investigators now had in custody Russia's most prolific serial killer. Uh, investigators were tasked to find out if the number of victims were correct. All missing persons files were combined in a one big case. The task was to find out which had became his victims. Um, 
The sole confession was not enough for prosecution. They needed more. They needed, they need him to take them, or to the place where the murders happened and uh, go through as many murders as he can remember. They managed to connect the hammer to Petrushkin provided as a murder weapon to one of the victims. The victim's wounds contained bits of plastic wool matched to the hammer's handle. So, um. Ooh, I'm sorry. I've I've just read a little right. bit further onto Wikipedia, and I've, I love how long it took them, how long it took the judge to read the verdict. Yeah. Does yeah. your thing say so, how long it took? Uh, it says he was arrested on June 2006, convicted on 24 October 2007 of 49 murders and three attempted murders. He asked the Russian court to add an additional 11 victims to his body count bringing the death toll to a total of 60 and three surviving victims, as he claimed it was not fair to forget the 11. During his trial with Andrei Chikitalo, Petrushkin was housed in a glass cage for his own protection, which I yep. will put in chat uh, for Jane Jordan, since Kyle's already on it. Yeah, it's what it's um, what do. this, like, really... Bad serial killer, just in case someone from the family tries to kill. Yeah, Judge Vladimir Ustov, uh, an hour to, uh, took to Judge Vladimir Ustov an hour to read the verdict. Life in prison with the first fifteen years to be spent spent in solitary confinement. So he's also Kyle Hayseen. He's he's in confinement at the Arctic Penal Colony. That's nicknamed Polar Owl. Yeah, that's that's one of the best things I've ever read is the fact that they went, right, this guy's dangerous, where do you want to send him? Solitary confinement. No, that's not good enough. Okay, send him to the Arctic solitary confinement. Yeah, send him to Paul Owl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will also say that it says, um, according to... Right, so... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, according to the documentary Serial Killers, Petrushkin once apprehended led the police officers to the scenes of his many crimes in Bista Park and demonstrated a keen recollection of how all the murders were committed. He was filmed reenacting them in great detail, a process which is a regular part of Russian criminal investigation. He also revealed that some of the murders he committed were done using his preferred method, hammer blows to the back of the head. Uh, sorry, not by his preferred method, but by throwing his victims down into the network of sewers running underneath Bista Park. Although one of his victims did survive this ordeal, he claimed that while killing people, he felt like a god. Uh, so there's actually... This is him... Uh, actually reenacting them well, part part of a gif of him reenacting the murders. Yeah, uh, c- c- I'm gonna put a little bit of a lighter note on this. Right. <laughs> really? Uh, and, and and it's the lighter note. How can you put a lighter light note on a on a Russian guy playing chess? Just yeah, he's no, playing no, chess, it's... Kyle. It's it's because it's, it's because it's a lighter note in the fact of Russians in like Russians have a lot. We've just read there. There's a lot of common names Russians like Vladimir, like Vladimir and things like that. And there's a and vodka and there's a lot of r. There's a lot of v sounds in the Russian <laughs> language, right? There's a lot of v's. So why is it that when they decided to cast someone to play? Chekhov in Star Trek, they made sure that he could never say the letter V and instead had to go Victor Victor instead of Victor Victor. It seems backwards. I don't know. There's a lot of like Alexanders and stuff like that as well, though. Sergey. Yeah, with Alexander shortened to Sasha. What was he called? Chekhov. 
in Star Trek, yeah, no, Chekhov. Because it was a mic take. And I know it was a mic take, but I'm laughing at the fact that they made sure that he could never say he could never say V, despite the fact that Russian the Russian language has V in it quite a lot. Like <laughs> Moscow, Moscow is Moskvau, or some shit like that. It's li- it's literally the W. Moskvau, is- isn't it? Is it? It's yeah. Mos- it's Mos- Mos- it's Moskva or something like that. Yeah, it's literally got a V in there that nobody ever pronounces because it's Moscow, but it's Moskva. Well, the Americans know me when they say Moscow. Just because it's spelt like that doesn't mean that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Moscow. This is something Americans see. I learned earlier in the week. Right? Oh, sorry. Talk to talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to find something. Okay, fair. I hear the way the Americans say. Yeah, we've been looking at the the, the data. The it's fucking data, man. You daft fuck. You know what I mean? I heard. Andy, we are very much an American insulting podcast. I loaded, I loaded, I loaded up an old game before, and it was saying "explore at your leisure" because it's like an open map. And she said, "explore at your leisure." I immediately turned it off. Oh, dear, <laughs> leisure. Do you want to hear? Want to hear the, the most? You know what? Also, it also annoys me about Americans since we since we're on that topic now. American. It's the fact that instead instead of saying "woot" and they go "wout." Right. Are you ready? Do you know what the herb arugula is? Please turn that off. Don't shave my bloody microphone. Sorry, I've just seen a bit here. Carry on, sorry. Do you know what the herb arugula is? Aruba, 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 arugula. I've I've heard it before. I've heard of it before. I can't remember what form though. I think it was from a video. Right. Well, I was watching some Americans, and they were like, they were talking about arugula. And one of them, I was like, "What is this?" Because they had a picture of it on the screen. So I was like, "I don't, I don't know what the, what what is that? That looks familiar, but what the hell is arugula, right?" And uh, one of the producers from behind the camera was like, "It's uh, it's arugula or whatever," because we're trying to guess what it was. And they were like, uh, "And then she was like, oh, rocket." And he was like, he was so confused. And he was like, who calls it Rocket? And I was sitting there in my head, and I'm thinking, literally everywhere apart from America, who the fuck calls Rocket arugula? I've got one of them in my bedroom. I use it for measuring things. What a rocket. No. What a, you just said there? A ruler. <laughs> exactly. A rugler. Fucking ruler. Yeah, have you ever heard of being called a rugler? We They do that with other stuff as well, though. They change the names of loads of random stuff just to piss off every other nation. Well, it works. <laughs> That's what it feels like anyway, because they'll just change the names of things for absolutely mm. no reason whatsoever. I will just say, I don't think that's the sole purpose in changing the name for it. <laughs> well, no, but some some of the names are absolutely ridiculous, and they change <coughs> absolutely no reason at all. I mean, I know some countries have their own issues, like Australia calling flip-flops thongs. <laughs> but, At least you know. that's humorous, though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's that, that's a dialect. But it's like, but for, it's it's different also. Like in America, it's not changing the name of things like that. Like it's not flip flops or thongs. It's not like a, a different kind of dialect. It's just that they're too simple to understand things, so they literally have to say what it is. So it's like the Americans, yeah, like, if they were, if Americans didn't understand what flip flops were, they'd probably change the name to floppy shoe or something like that. I can't remember the thing what the bloke says. That's eighty, man. That's 80. Do you know what 80 is? It's That's 240s, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, oh man, that just, just That's, that is I mean, fun. 
course, they're not all Americans or morons, but you know, it's just they all think they all think we're morons. I think we all don't. We all sound like the Queen. I mean, I know I do, but you know what I mean. Everybody else doesn't. Well, the fact that they think we all sound like the Queen just shows who's the morons in that scenario. The ones yeah. that don't understand cultural difference. Also, the fact that they call every single type of chip a French fry. No, French fries, the, the thin, skinny things that you get from McDonald's, it's not a French fry and if it's yep. a normal shit. You never, yeah, hear Ameri- you never hear Americans say, I'm going to the shower for a shit. You'll say, go to the restroom. You go to the restroom. No, you, you're a weird to have a piss or a shit when you have a bugger, you know what I mean? I've yeah, the call, the, the call, shit, what gets me is the call at the bathroom when it, it's in a pub and there's only toilets. Exactly. It's and not a bathroom, sink, or bathroom. It's not, the sinks are much better to use than the toilets, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're better height usually than the urinals. Mm. Mm. <laughs> also, yeah. why the hell would you change the name of Noughts and Crosses to Tic Tac Toe? <laughs> That's the one that gets Kyle. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's got different games. I'm looking at things and it's got different games like like it's got um, bloody. It's got Snakes and Ladders, it's called Shoots and Ladders and stuff like that. But yeah. Noughts and Crosses. Is a literal definition. You can't get any simpler. It's literally what it is because you use yeah. crosses. No, we've and- we've made that one easier, and they've went. No, that's too easy. <laughs> call the call brakes suspenders. Was in brakes on your car? Yeah, brakes suspenders. That's, that, that, that's braces, my dear fellow. That says brakes, doesn't it? It says braces. Brakes is with a K. Braces <laughs> is with a C. Uh, I was going to say a tomato. I yeah. want a goddamn fucking tomato, man, with some and, fucking... What did they do? Andy. Potato. I want some... What the hell's a potato? Fuck off, man. Andy. Potato. What? Aluminum. 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 It's made from aluminum, man. Yeah. It doesn't rust. <laughs> Boom shanker. Let the seed... No! What? What? I hate what? it when you do that. I just hate it. Can I not say it or something like that? Oh, you can't say it. I just what? hate to hear it. This is for Jordan, right? Boom shanker, let the seed of your loin be faithful in the belly of your woman. There's so many things wrong for a start. Belly. It's not yeah. how it works. What do you think of that, Jordan? It's the way the pub again, isn't he? Why are trainers I, I, not sneakers? You don't sneak while wearing trainers. <laughs> you do, to be fair. Oh, you can't. Not always. Half of the time, trainers are the squeakiest bloody shoes or the most flashy shoes in the world. <laughs> this is Butler Kyle's. Uh, Primal instinct of being annoyed when a shoe squeaks on a floor. <laughs> he can't stand it. He thinks basketball. He, the one and only reason he can't like watch basketball for us, it's like, well, it's just netball. Like, why would you watch it? To kind of let no, I'm not listening to somebody squeaking about for half an hour. Public can you remember when state school is public school? How yeah. does that work? Public school does not <laughs> private school, and you change state school to public. School. No. Private school is private school <laughs> when you privately do it. Public school is when you go to school with the public. Fucking hell, man. Tell you what, a vodka or something. Jesus. I think I need a vodka. He's getting all Russian. He needs to get some vodka in him. Sidewalk. I know it's at the side and you walk on it, but that's ridiculous. You need to come off that exit exactly. and text the vodka soon. How are What's happening next? <laughs> what's that to you? What about expressway? How. Why is it expressway? What are you expressing? You need to go faster because you can't bloody turn around a roundabout. What's it called expressway? Is it, is it, I thought it was a freeway. It's expressway and freeway, but it's a, it's oh, a bloody one. highway or was motorway. It, is it the motorway? It's, okay. 
Hey, I'll have my fucking eggs easy over hard. What is that lad about, like, you know what I mean? Over Eggs over easy, not oh, easy over hard. <laughs> exactly. Hard eggs. Yeah. You just want the Sunny side up, hard. Andy. Sunny side up. What's all that about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Has this just turned into an episode of Wind and Andy about Americans? And making Kyle yeah. see how red we've got Kyle one more. Um, it's easy to it's easy to insult the country <laughs> call a liquid gas. Yeah, it's not a gas. The clues in the fucking form it takes. Mm. Or they call it's a literally fart a liquid. They call a fart gas, don't they? It's not gas. It's fart. It's methane, isn't it? You know what I mean? Methane's not gas, is it? Or is it gas? Yes, so yes, it's it gas. is gas. It is gas. It's a lethal gas as well. Oh, I stand corrected then. I thought a fart was just a fart. Hold on a second. They call grill broil. What the hell's a broil? Why are you adding an R to broil? What do they call blue ice? <laughs> Shit. Probably, probably a bloody starter over in America. It's a shooting star. What about shit in the shower? What do they call that? Uh, oh, shit, shit in the bath- restroom. Bathroom treat. <laughs> bathroom treat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway, I'll let you get away and... Uh, I'll see you later. Remember, boys, live yeah. long and prosper. Mm-hmm. See you later, Andy. I'm... It's bloody zucchini. It's not a zucchini, it's a cold. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, that one gets me as well. Where you gotten zucchini from? Did you just. Did you... Was someone playing a game of Scrabble and thought we need a new word that begins with Z? Who was playing a game Alexa, of Scrabble? Alexa! Oh. Stop. <laughs> We're annoying Alexa because Alexa's American. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it'll try and kill Jay because we're talking about shit about America. <laughs> Alexa, kill Jay. I can't hear you. Damn it. Damn it. We've <laughs> <laughs> both said that at the same time, Kyle. That was weird. <laughs> uh... Anyway, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> yeah. When, didn't you have a killy game? I have a killer's game and I've got <laughs> two people to talk about. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. Sounds I'm interested cool. in this game. Holy right. shit, can we take a moment and recognise that Kyle said interested and not interested? What do you mean? I always say interested. No, you don't. You always yeah. say interested. That's the data, man. I don't. I say, <laughs> I say interested. It's just the last part is like bloody... I can document about eight different times. In fact, I did document about six of them where you said interested. It's because you say it too quick for your brain to put it in words. Mm, boom shanka. Boom shakala. Oots, 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 oots. Ah. I thought you were going to go and get vodka or something. Mm. I think your dad should come to, come to mind and me and him should have a vodka party. A what did he say? A, a, vod- a vodka party. I thought he said a fucked up party. I thought, my God, what do you mean by that, Gia? Drunk on vodka? Ah, yes, 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 yes. No, you can't say that. That's stereotypical, isn't it? What is? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I don't think it's stereotypical because no one knows what the hell it's from. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what it's from. Anyway, I'll carry on. Uh, you talked about kill cells. Hello? Hello? Jay? Hello? Jay? Jay? Yeah? Jay? Jay? Jay, begin for the love of God, please. <laughs> Jay? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> I am What has happened there? I had one more person to go through. Me? No, I, I didn't. 
<laughs> it's up to you. Jay had a killer game or something. Yeah, but I also have two, um, what, two or three people. Then go. <laughs> 30 old. Has anyone ever heard of Amelia Dyer? No. Fuck, not the same, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Amelia. Elizabeth Dyer was born in 1836. Amelia Earnhardt. Right. She was one of the most prolific serial killers in history, murdering infants in her care for over 30 year period. She sounds delightful. Trained as a nurse and widowed in 1869, she turned to body forming, to baby forming. <laughs> Yeah. Right, does everyone know what a baby farm is? Yeah, where no. you farm. Yeah, on this, on this note, lads, I'm going okay. Okay, see you later. I don't hear about babies being killed. Okay, so listen, live long and You're prosper. You're in the wrong place. Nano, nano. <laughs> uh, baby farming is a historical practice of accepting custody of an infant or child. Jay, you've turned, you've turned robotic for me. Have I? You're back no, now. You're fine you're by me. You just sort of drifted away, but I think it's whenever my whenever my microphone has been, robot me, it'll slowly become blurred and robotic. Uh, basically, baby farming is a historical practice of accepting custody of an infant or a child in exchange for payment in late Victorian era Britain, and less commonly in Australia and the United States. If an infant was found, this usually indicated wet nurse and wet feeding by women, not at the far, not, 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 not as the mother. It was most. Um, Can you get us a card, ret- please? What? Thank you, Kyle. So- I'm just speaking to me, Dad, but I'm just going to interject for one second. The baby farming still happens in council houses. Yeah, it's still it's yeah. baby farming happens, and it was commonly um, practiced in the Roman era in Italy, because if the mother can't produce milk, or the mother was the baby was born due to a prostitute the mother would give him off to like a daycare service and his daycare service was now just to feed the babies because like women were producing milk without being mothers themselves which was hilarious which is um i was gonna say hilarious it's not hilarious it's hold on you find this hilarious i, just, I don't find it hilarious it's, that's not what your mouth said it's it's slightly unfortunate <laughs> but i'll um i also can guarantee yeah just a bit that, kyle <laughs> that there's that there's a horror story historical not historical, historical references to um, the upper echelons probably just having someone else raise their children for them, sort of in the same way, but basically because they can't be asked, not because they can't produce milk or anything. Mm, more than likely. Anyway, sorry, Jay, please continue. If Jay's still there. Oh, Jay might still be there. Is Jordan still there? Yes, I am. Awesome. Jay's muted. Good. Right. Jay's muted. Sorry, I've told this child to stay upstairs and he Thank keeps you. bugging in and in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle's having a paint. Ah, uh, that's a lovely cook. Hey, tw- Amelia was trained as a nurse and widowed in 1869 she turned to baby farming. The practice of adopting unwanted infants in exchange for money to support herself. She initially cared for the children illegitimately in addition to having two of her own. 
but whenever intentionally or not, a number of them died in her care, leading to a conviction of for neglect for six months of hard labour. She then began directly murdering children she adopted, strangling at least some of them and disposing of the baby embodies to avoid attention. Mentally unstable, she was committed to several mental asylums throughout her life, despite suspicions of um, forging and survived at least one serious suicide attempt. Dyer's down, downfall came and she b- b- bagged her co- uh, when a bag of corpse uh, fuck's sake. Dyer's downfall came when the bagged corpse of an infant was discovered in the in the Times. That's the river in London doesn't Thames. know. Thames. 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 Not, Thames. not Thames. The Thames. <laughs> With evidence leading to her, she was arrested on the fourth of April eighteen ninety six. In the most sensational trials of the Victorian era, she was found guilty of murder of infant Doris Mormon and hanged on the tenth of june eighteen ninety six. At the time of her death, a handful of murders were attributed to her. But a little doubt was she was responsible for many similar deaths, possibly 400 or more, making her a candidate for history's most prolific serial killers. But how many were confirmed? How many people were confirmed? She had up to two to 400 plus, plus confirmed. No, you said could be up to 400. Oh, I tripped it. Um, 600 confirmed. What? You just mean... Six, six confirmed, not six hundred. Six confirmed. Right, so six confirmed. So probably not that prolific, although she could possibly have been. She could have possibly been. Mm, no, I hadn't heard of her. Me neither. Until I was doing some research, Ashley was like, "How about female killers?" So I was like, ah, "Okay, give me some female." So this was one of them. She was a baby farmer. Uh, it sounds me. like she was a uh, like it was an actual profession. The way you said that. She was a baby farmer. Uh... <laughs> so, so, so I, I farm corn. What do you farm, baby? Oh, I, I'm a cattle farmer. All oh, right, I'm a farmer as well. How do you farm, uh, babies? All right, cool. What, what, what type of animals, babies? Do you do horses, cows? No, human. Human baby. Ever seen the 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 mick take on on Top Gear, Kyle, where they had they're on about you know when they killed off the second stick. And they were like, we're at the stig farm, and it was loads of like little baby stigs in different colour races just run around in a muddy pen, like a pig pen. Yeah. But it's that, but they're not stig suits, they're just humans, just babies. <laughs> I've legitimately got a baby farm in my head now. Like the, <laughs> the image of just a farm with babies as wild animals. And yeah, is a nice for anyone who wants to know this like little speculation because she was hurt to rest alive at the time of Jack the Whipper some have suggested that Dyer and Jack Jaya was Jack the Whipper and this suggestion was put forward by author William Stewart although he preferred Mary Percy as the close as the chosen suspect this is, however, no evidence to com- connect Dyer to the Jack the Ripper murders, and she does not fi- um, figuratively, promotely among the Jack the Ripper suspects. Feature predominantly. Is that what you are? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm about to say, I do, don't know uh, what uh, it, it does make sense, because she had a medical background, didn't she? I'd, I've, I've followed the story, and I kind of worked out what he was getting tripped up on. Um, do you know the... Uh, she, she had a medical background, didn't she? She had a what background? Medical, medical background. 
nurse. Yes. The nurse. So yeah, yes. it does sort yeah. of line up. So, so yeah. After Sorry. So, no, it's all right. So it would kind of make sense because they did say that the forty was either a doctor or a surgeon, some kind of medical background, because of the accuracy of his work, essentially. Yeah. So After Marion George Thomas, um, Amelia Dyer trained as a nurse. From con contact with a midwife, Ellen Ellen uh, Ellen Dane, she learned from a, from an easy way to earn a living, using her own home to provide lodgings for young women who had. Conceived illegal, uh, illegally, How do you and then farming of the baby's option or allowing them to die of neglect and mal malnutrition. Uh, what? I know how you can like, you can sort of have a, not exactly a oh what is it? You can be illegitimate and all that sort of stuff. But how do you illegally illegitimate? Conceive? Yeah, I'm guessing it means illegitimate. Maybe it's been wrote wrong, or basically back in Victoria, in Victorian Britain, it was illegal to have a child out of wedlock. So it's physic. It was physically against the law. Basically, yeah. Ah. That would be that would so... that would make a lot of people criminals, and because was it, there, I know birth control wasn't exactly a steady thing back then. Yeah, but there uh, was more religion back then, and more following of religions, uh, more stricter. And... So. I know, but if you think about the, the amount of, like, whorehouses and even just people out having fun, especially in the upper echelons of society, you can't tell me that pe that all the high-up lardy dars who were busy getting high off the face on opium and stuff weren't, ac weren't having... I don't want to say accidental, but it would be accidental pregnancy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say accidental sex. <laughs> well, if you're high on opium, you might, but... I, I don't know how bad opium makes you, but you might. Well, very, very, very bad. That, that was a problem, wasn't it? Because uh, I know I'm straying off topic a little bit, yeah, but that was the problem that we had was, well, not the problem that we had, but we built a part of our empire on, went to China, it was the only place we discovered opium, uh, discovered what you could make of it, uh, made the Chinese grow it, and bought it off them at a stupidly low price. But then because they were all growing it and using it, they got addicted to it, so then we were selling them back to them at like three times the price. Because that's how colonization works in Britain, yeah. apparently. So, yeah. Right, so now Amelia so, Dyer. So, yeah, it's massively addictive. And no, I hadn't heard. Well, that's quite interesting. It's quite interesting, isn't it? It's it, also it interesting is, how she's been linked to Jack the Ripper, due to, well, possibly due to her medical background. Yeah, it's it's nice to hear a tale of someone else who isn't Jack the Ripper at that time to, time period as well. Jill the Ripper. Every, every time you sort of hear anything about that time period and murders, it's always Jack the Ripper. So it's, even though she's linked to it, it's nice to hear something different. Mm. And it's just as bad, if not worse. In fact, I would dare to say worse, because Jack the Ripper only had like a few victims. Meanwhile, she was literally killing off babies. Possibly. Possibly. Definitely six confirmed, but possibly hundreds. So yeah, potentially a lot worse. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming. Yeah. So, I'm assuming if the sorry Jay, but I'm assuming if the baby farming was like a more common occurrence back then, I can understand why that might not make as many headlines or anything. Because if it's a more common occurrence, then it's just it becomes a normal part of everyday life, which is a bit shit. Yeah. But it's a fact of life. Of if you see enough of it, you just sort of 
it's like this corona at the moment we've got this coronavirus and it, it is slowly just becoming a at the start, start of lockdown everybody was panicking and all that sort of stuff and now nobody really gives a shit because we're so used to it now it's a normal part of life now can I yeah. uh, farms in the Victorian Europe were really fucking dangerous weren't they yeah well like, loads it, it, of people died from like industrial accidents and stuff and on farms it, it, and things. It was like the Industrial Revolution, but things were still untested. Like, you would have children working in cotton mills and stuff like that, and you would basically see them lose fingers and stuff in the machines. It was probably the same well, yeah, on farms. Yeah, but they actually got trapped under them as well, didn't they? Yeah. Because so they used it, to send it, them under a clean-up machine, because they were the only ones small enough, and they would physically get trapped under them. Or, like yeah. you said, lose fingers clean out of certain bits. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm on about, like, farm chest stuff on stuff, but, but, uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining farming farm tools were sort of the same. I mean, I don't know if there was a Victorian combine harvester, but I can imagine if there was, well, it would have been very it's, dangerous. Yeah, it's, at some point it was supposed to be, so there was some kind of thresher, so you'd put the harvested uh, material in it, and it would kind of thresh, like using belts and stuff, and it would be like, I think it's like horse-driven at that point. Um, So the, the, there would have been like a lot of accidents and stuff like that. Uh, and obviously there's a load of heavy stuff and animals and stuff that you get crushed or whatever because uh, if she was a baby farmer it could be that maybe that amount of children got killed because a farm's not a great place for a baby all that for that terrible joke it wasn't a terrible joke it was a genuine thought I don't think it means she was literally on a farm Actually, I've still got great... the image of that yeah, that that's a that's a good point. If she is actually on a farm, it would explain how she might have been able to get away with it a bit longer. Because I, I don't somebody, think somebody might have told her she was like, she was like, uh, I'm I'm a baby farm and I make a lot of money off it. She thought it was literal. <laughs> Literally got a farm and started farming babies. Stop! Stop! Bring! Stop giving me the image of. I feel like I've seen it in a painting or something before, where it's like, you know how you see those images where it's a side-on view, but it's partially in the soil, so you can see a carrot in the ground. Someone's <laughs> pulling up the carrot, and you can see the line, the row of carrots underground, and everything. It's just and babies growing under. I'm just, I'm just imagining babies. But like, there's a baby being pulled up out the ground, and there's just a row of babies alongside. <laughs> babies, like, oh, that would make a combine harvester so much worse. Oh, oh, Jordan's just sitting there going, do 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 do. I'm not going to say anything because this would be very bad. Oh, yes, I'm trying really, really hard. I feel like I need to like find a way to paint that or something. Now I think that would be a kind of good picture. Just a bit a baby being like pulled out of the ground like a carrot. No, there's not. I've put babies growing like vegetables, and it just shows loads of vegetables. To be it fair, it's a good it, it's a good visualization of it of like baby farming, and it's oh, also Kyle, I've got it. visualization of the benefit system at the minute. Yeah, yeah, Kyle. It's not the same, but they actually really. found something similar. Sorry, Jay. Jay while I'm can, while Stefan's doing this, please continue on to the next murderer or the game, because I'm very interested. In this yeah, game. Yeah, I'm I'm really good. There you go. 
<laughs> Are there rules to your game? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle, have a look. Um, rules. <laughs> yeah, because I was reading into the other serial killers again, and they're not that interesting. Apart from the other one, not like. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, to be fair, it looks less like a baby uh, and more like a butter. It does look like a butter, to be fair. It's like a. It's like uh, a. Like Buddha. I don't know if it's a butter. we produce. <laughs> I think it's like an apple. I think it's meant to be an apple. Also, you sound underwater, and I don't think it's. I think it's Photoshop, Kyle. I don't think somebody actually grew that. No, I know, I know, but still, make it a better colour. That's too yellow. Maybe Shrek? Oh, no, we're not going yeah. there. No, you see, I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't going to stoop to that joke. It was the first thing that came to my head. Uh, I apologise to any of our eight, but we don't have any Chinese listeners. Never mind. Fuck me, that's why. Yellow fruit. I'm googling yellow fruit just to see. Oh, you can't get yellow. Oh, no, that's one of it. No. Yeah, you can't get yellow. Right, lads, our game. Yes, please save me from trying to figure out how to grow babies. <laughs> well, um, I mean, people figured that out years ago. In this game, I would like to say that me and Ashley played this game, played in this game ages ago. Oh shit! In, like three o'clock. In- Sorry. I've- oh shit! Well, I've- 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 me, me claw arm for my microphone's just come off the sofa, so I'm. It's just I'm holding it. Hold on. Oh sick! This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, I've got to do one screwing. You, you might hear us moving around a bit. Hold on. Continue with the Keep game, the and then do you do your thing? Yeah, I'm gonna mute now. <laughs> Continue. Well, how can I? Okay, right. Disclosure: Me and Ashley made this game up. Yeah. She was upset that right. you didn't play it last week. But we got sidetracked. Right, we made this game up whilst questioning our friends' new partners and by asking each other in the middle of the night. Because like she woke us up in the middle of the night with the serious questions she had to know, and we spent like a good couple of hours talk discussing it. And we thought it'd be hilarious because we were doing a serial killer topic. Because Kyle was naive to it. it. It wasn't me I'm not the partner that the one about for creating some sort of serial killer name I'm not the victim or the guilty party here. You're not the victim I'll you're the victim. I, I please also listen to all our listeners this game is purely fictional we are not incriminating ourselves and this is not what we will, not what we're actually going to do. We, oh, so hold on, do we have to see if it's like a real thing or if you've made it up? This again, you can um, listeners can play it along as well. I will say I'm expect I'm I'm half expecting some sort of thing where it's basically you've got this scenario. How would you kill them? Basically, it's along those lines. Woo, Stefan, yes, Jordan, Kyle, yes, I like it already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kyle just said kill people and he's excited. Kyle, kill. I'm I'm getting me sword off the shelf. <laughs> I want you all to imagine. Kyle's already right there. You are serial killer. <laughs> God, what do you mean, imagine? Kyle, just remember <laughs> what you do in your spare time. Hi. There, there we go. This is the sword of a police interview. This is what, sorry? You went more bark for me. 
sort of a police interview. Jay, we are your audio's in and out for us. Sorry. <laughs> Is that better? Yes. That's better. No. <laughs> God damn it, Jordan. So unhelpful, Jordan. First thing you've said all episode was just a wine joke. <laughs> 20 questions. 20 oh, questions. No. Okay, is, is the idea of this game to not get caught by the policeman or what? To make it seem like as sort of hidden and conf- concealed as possible? Or is it just full on go for the kill? Full on, go for it, yeah. Beautiful. I mean. The- uh, if, if some if people ever turn up date the exact way you described it, the police know for a fact it's you're, you're the serial killer. It wasn't me, officer. Someone just heard me describe it and thought it was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so for the culture of our audience, this is all purely fictional. And also, if you want to play along, you can play along if you wish. No comment. Actually, if you if you want if you want to play along, send us an email or a comment on Twitter, Facebook. Or our email address. S- send us like what your results were, what your thoughts were, because I'm actually quite interested to see how many people play along. See, he said interested. You did. I told you. Right, question. <laughs> um, question one. If you were a serial killer, would you have a certain type of victim? I.g., female, male, pregnant women, tall or short, certain hair color, certain eye color, etc. Or what would the Titan and Turn stand to this? Take an turn if you wish and discuss each of us answers. You're in charge, so Yes. Yes and Take it into Yes it. and no. But yes for a very specific reason, no because depending on the circumstance. So am am I going first because I'm the one who's answered first? Yeah, go. I was waiting for Jay to pick one of them. So, Stefan, you go first because you're on the list of first people. I'm on the list. Who joined. I'm on the hit list. <laughs> um, well, um, it, says, it goes me, you, Kyle, and Jordan all right. on the recording. You, so you, you, can, you can start with your answer then if you want, unless you're going to go last. Me? Yeah. I'll, I'll go last and I want to see right. yours. Um, I would have a certain type of victim. Uh, it wouldn't be hair color or. Ike or anything like that. Um, I, I tell you, wouldn't involve children. I couldn't do that, even if I wanted to. Um, and it probably wouldn't involve women either. As much as women infuriate me, and they shit out of me, I don't think I could physically kill a woman. So it would definitely a hundred percent be met. Probably, I tell you what, it would be. It would be people that piss us off when driving, right? Bless you, John. People, people that piss us off when driving. Well, who come and uh, fucking knock on the door to deliver junk mail and fucking preach to you and shit like that, right? And it would be um, pissed people, pissed males who think they're funny or they think they're clever. Um, well, yeah, probably just that's us all. That's us. That's us all dead then, Bar Kyle. No, because yes. usually if you're pissed, we're pissed. I'm pissed with you. That's different. I'm on about like when you're I'm on about when you stop at Ashton High Street at two o'clock in the morning. Somebody just gets in your car because I assume it's a taxi. Fuck off! I'm not a taxi. It doesn't look anything like a taxi. If you're that pissed that you think I'm a taxi, go away. Again, I like it. Um, just dickheads in general. 
people who don't say thank you when you hold the door for them. Oh, those people if inferior to me. Yeah, or yeah. you let them out of a question and they don't even say thank you for like, like fuck man, you. You could have stayed there for another twenty minutes in this traffic and I was nice. Yeah, you man. Just lift a finger not, up. Yeah. Man so yeah. Nothing. It takes nothing to say thank you or li- like you say, lift a finger. That really yeah. So to me, for me, it would be it would be males and it would be people who are arrogant or full of themselves or inconsiderate or rude. It's just no need for it. But yeah, that would be me. Great. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Is it me now? Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Right, okay. I have I have three different categories because of <laughs> the, the, the the first one is very much just whatever took my fancy at that moment. Because I would sort of do that. Uh, the the one the second one would be it's it sort of goes along with Stefan's assholes and arrogant people, but it would be very much people that are sort of and like wait, time wasters and things like that. Like people who will sign up to the doll. And live on the door their entire life, yes. and, then, and and then they'll go into a business and cause so much trouble for the people working there, because oh, they're oh. working there for for the pure reason of because they're working there for no other reason other than they're bored. They've got fuck all else to do, so they're going to be an arsehole for the face of being an arsehole. Can I can I interject? Sorry. Yeah, uh, I know that I've already said mine, but I think it already falls into the categories of arrogant up their own arse and think they're better than everyone else and are inconsiderate pricks anyway. But I will just say exclusively politicians. Yeah, wait, that, that's, all link, that's all links into mine as well. And I'm totally not... I don't care if they're male or female, if they're politicians, they're cunts. Yeah. But anyway, so with with mine, it's, it's very much that type of arrogant person, so people who... Like will shit on people for absolutely no reason. Like people who will make, who, who will go into, go into a store and make the store this like the poor little old lady who's worked at the counter for the past fifty years doing the same job for fifty years, and she's sitting there and she's just going about her daily life and this arsehole comes up and just makes our life a living hell purely because he can and she's she's the unfortunate soul who was working there that day. People like that are really fucking annoying, and it also goes along with your thing of pissed people, because I've had people walk up to me in McDonald's trying to be all cocky and shit, and I've just turned around and said, you're pissed, I'm sober, bother me again, and you're on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) Because I do not have time for your shit. This was like what... this was like after a shift at the bar where it's been a Friday. I've I've been at work all day, then I've done a five hour shift at a bar dealing with drunk assholes while at the bar. I've I've come out at one o'clock in the morning, finished work at one o'clock in the morning to go to McDonald's to get some food to have before <laughs> I go, before I go home. And there's this drunken asshole who's been pissed the entire day probably, and thinks it's funny to try and just mess with us. No. Don't do that. Don't mess with people, especially if they're stood there and they look like they've had the shittest day in their life. If I've got my headphones in and you tap me on the shoulder, ask me to pull my headphones out and then say some stupid shit, fuck off. Literally, I like this game. Literally just fuck off. <laughs> I will punch you in your throat, crushing your fucking windpipe and then stamp on <laughs> you bleed off. I like this game. <laughs> God, I can't, I can't wait to see how he answers the rest. <laughs> yeah, this is question one. It's 
honestly just like it, I've gone through scenarios in my head so much and honestly <laughs> it's it's like I don't like t- people touching me anyway it's part of my autism I don't like people touching me if you repeatedly touch me after I have asked you don't touch me do not be surprised if I break your arm <laughs> because I will if if I've asked you for an hour Please take your, stop putting your hand on me and things like that. And you've repeatedly do, done it because you're a drunk asshole, or you're just being a dick, or you're just egging me on for a fight. All I'm looking for is an excuse for to where you swing at me or do one step wrong, and I will fucking dislocate your shoulder. <laughs> I will put you, I, I will put you in a police lock and dislocate both of your shoulders, so you are completely worthless and can only run. What's all about murdering people? Kyle gets so annoyed, goes off on a massive tangent, then goes, "If you touch me, I'll dislocate your shoulder." <laughs> and and me and me third one, moving away from those assholes, is the is the um the um 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 was oh yes, going on your point with people like politicians and lardy da people, like really high up people who think everybody else is scum of the earth and think they're better than anybody else. So it links in with the arrogant, but it's also the rich people, like the billionaires who have absolutely billions and billions and billions or like just millions or anything like that. They own a monopoly and then they turn around to people and just go get a better job and, or some shit like that. Like <coughs> It's like the people on rich kids go skint and stuff like that where they've done fuck all. But the rich as hell, and they've, they've got like a wardrobe full of Gucci and all this sort of shit. And it's like your if if I say that your wardrobe could house an entire fucking northeast town, you are beyond rich. You you're not fucking, and you're not deserving of it. Which most people like that aren't. I will fucking get that. Get your precious handbag, which you've never used, and you literally have a twenty, a million pound handbag, just for the sake of saying you have a million pound handbag. If you have that, I am bloody shoving it in your mouth and suffocating you with it. So Kyle, this is Kyle targeting the Kardashians. So, so Kyle has different levels, yeah. So he's what was your first group? Also, <laughs> rude, also, rude, ignorant. Oh, oh, also, also. F- fuck so like, can- all, all, all the people like that and things like that. But also, I, if you think about it, if you kill the rich people like that, there's more chance that you're going to end up in the news because it's like, oh no, this big stupid wankaf died. So it's going to be in the in the news more than <laughs> if you just kill normal normal. I'm not people. sure that's how the Daily Mail will cover it. So it's basically how they would cover it. This slut who gets her tits out, tits out for no fucking tits. reason, but how still it still earned millions. He got so annoyed, uh, he forgot how to say tits. So, like, if, if so they Kyle die, would kill rich, if, Kyle would kill rich people. Die, with bombs. You, you, you're gonna get you're gonna get hunted. You're actually gonna have some sort of like the police are actually gonna be fucking bothered, and that that would be part of the thrill because it would be part of the thrill of the chase because it would be see how many of these stupid rich fucking cunts you could kill before you get caught, and then you would have the thrill of trying to escape prison and do it all over again just to shove it in the fucking smug twat face. Also, right, okay. po- also, politicians come into that character category as well. It's sort of very much rich, pe- rich people who don't deserve the money, and politicians are also lumped in that category because a lot of politicians are just snob-nosed twats that went to Eton and did fuck all. 
You're not, in my in my view, if you're a politician, you should at least have some knowledge in the field that you are being a politician for. If you are in the Department of Education, you need to have at least been a fucking teacher in a school or have kids or some shit like kid. that. If you're the head I... of the <laughs> you need to have Kyle. been a farmer. If you're the Prime Minister, you need to have some logic outside of being a silver spoon-fed cunt from Eton <laughs> who's never left London. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle. Uh, the one yeah. thing I disagree with, you said they didn't learn anything in Eton, but they clearly learned how to avoid questions directly asked them and lie to your face. So they'd learn something. If I fucking tie you to a chair and you avoid <laughs> my questions like that, I am ripping out your fucking tongue so you can't answer any questions. I like, I like it when they get on chat shows and they just go, yeah, well, I asked you this and you've ignored it and I asked them it again and you just see them start to squirm. I would set up a monitor with all of these questions and just make them peel the eyes open and force them to answer them honestly <laughs> see how many of them they could literally I don't think they're physically them, capable see them sweat and see them sweat and then see as that sweat turns to blood as their brain physically explodes from having to tell the fucking truth for the first time in their lives I think they're so efficiently and um, frequently lying directly to people's faces that I think they're actually incapable of telling you the truth if you've put an answer the question in front of them and said tell us this i don't think physically... so kyle's taking inspiration from the film franchise of soul also if, a little, if, well a little bit yeah but he's so no, politician no, no, no. I, I, I just i just like the idea of like I, I just like torture i'm interested in torture i've got an interest in torture <coughs> but one like one of the things of just like it's like this I know it's a shit thing to talk about, but it's like Brexit. If it was run by business, by just two normal business people who were just thinking, sitting there looking at the numbers, it would have been sorted by now, but it's not. It's a fucking cock walk of politicians trying to go, oh, my dick's bigger because I'm in charge of this country. Fuck off and get it fucking sorted, you stupid cunts. Do you know what? Do you know oh, what uh, I would Kyle. burn down Parliament if it wasn't for the fact of I like the architecture. Donald, Donald, <laughs> Donald Tusk. <laughs> Donald Tusk, who was in charge of the EU, said, didn't mince his words, he said, there's a special place in hell for the people who promoted Brexit without a sketch of a plan of what to do with us. Exactly. I just love the fact Kyle just said, I will b- burn down Parliament if I didn't like the architecture. So Kyle said, Guy Fawkes had the idea, but there's no need to destroy the buildings. <laughs> It's a lovely building. It's a I nice like, place. I like, I like the building. I like the architecture. I like Big Ben. There's no point in ruining some beautiful architecture just to kill some tossers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are, you, why are you talking Big Ben in this? Because it's it's right next to the Houses of Parliament. If you blew Parliament, Big Ben would get damaged. Not necessarily. No, Big that, Ben's the, the bell. The tower that was in, mate. No, but the, the bell would probably get, get damaged as well. <laughs> as well. Because if you, if you damage... You damage the tower to the like the ex- type of explosion or burning down a parliament that I'm thinking of. The explosion would basically wipe out the bottom of Big Ben and the B- Big Ben's the tower of Big Ben, and the bell would fall, out, fall down and be damaged. So that that's the issue. If you'd still be damaging Big Ben, I don't want to damage Big Ben. I like him. He's a good clock. He's a good bell. I like the I like the clock is... tower. I like the architecture of. I like, this is the thing, I like a lot of the architecture in London. It's nice. A lot of the buildings are nice. It's just a shame that it's a a fucking shithole. (laughs) It's the capital of England and it's a fucking shithole. Every European capital. (coughs) Jordan, do you want to tell us your answer? Has Kale stopped being broken yet? He's going to say what (laughs) question. 
depending depending on how many questions Jay's got left, you're going to hear a lot more of me. Nineteen. Fucking hell, Kyle. Right. I would probably be quite sort of aware of people that wouldn't be missed. Jordan's killing tramps. Jordan's killing all And little disrespectful shit that's like about the age of between kill- 16 to 18. Jordan's killing who was it, children? Everyone's like twats, politicians, assholes, rich people that don't deserve it. Kyle's like, yeah, hobos and children. I look like hobos and children. But, uh, that's, so there's going to be questions. Uh, right. I wouldn't kill, although like some of them may be good. Yeah, well, it's fine because apparently whoever you wouldn't kill, Jordan's picking up the slack. Yes, I am. <laughs> Fair enough. If that's your answer. I like I like I like how Jay at the bottom in the ch- in the chat has he sort of started with the answers and put up what Stefan's answer was and I think he gave up because he realised my answer would just be the entire chat. No, I put I put my answer. Oh, okay. I just uh, thing he does. My, I would go for like if I had a type, uh, I'd go for pregnant women. You are sick. Is that because you're right? So between we're killing everybody. Because I think you're killing... like a bargain, so it's two for one. Kyle's... Yes, it's two for one. Kyle's <laughs> killing celebrities and dual bums. I'm killing, and between we're killing politicians. I'm killing impolite people. Jordan's killing hobos and children, and you're killing pregnant women. So everyone, basically, between not, 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 not just politicians. I don't, I don't. I basically, just all the rich people that don't deserve to be rich and stupid shit like that, and the the people yeah. that are just are fucking complete knobheads about the fact that they're rich and they are fucking. God, and people on the door, and celebrities that don't deserve to be celebrities. Why oh, are you God, a Kyle. because you got your fucking tits or cock out? <gasps> question two, Jay, I love it. But Jay, Jay, right, question two and question three go together. Are you ready for question two and three? Yes. Go on then. Right, question two is: Would you take a trophy from your victims? And number three is: What would it be? Yes. Um, God fucking yes. So I'm first. Yes, you're first. So if it was, uh, so part so if if um, for the people who are like um, politicians, I'm taking the fucking head. I'm like yeah, I'm putting that shit on a mantle. I'm like yeah, fuck you. Ruin the country now, bitch. <laughs> Um, Stefan's gone into like a <laughs> pristine of this. People are gonna come over for teas and have a musket with um, politicians' heads around it on their shields. No, I'm I'm very much in, a fireplace. I'm very much in the same boat of my tw- my one of my trophies yeah. ahead. Um, for people who are like who think you know people who just think life's a dick swing contest and they think they're bigger and better than everybody else. They're like, oh lads, and the fucking the total cunts, but they think they're the best things since fucking Adam and Eve. Um, just the balls, just to totally emasculate them. I cut the balls off before I kill them. I'll be like, "Yeah, who's clever now?" Um, but yeah, apart from that, no, I don't think I would take a trophy. Although human leather is apparently the finest leather you can get. I'm just saying. True. Uh, so yeah, not really, but we'll definitely lob the balls off just to a power move, just like a fuck you. Right, me. Yeah. 
Right. For, I've, I've got a question for Stefan. Would you cut the balls off while they're alive or while they're dead? Yeah, yeah, before I kill them. Just emasculate yeah, yeah. them. Put their face, cut their balls off, put them in the mouth, go off. Go on then. Who's clever now? You think you're Good fucking boy. better than everybody else. Good boy. We have a lot of hidden rage. <laughs> no, it's not really the, hidden, the, is it? <laughs> this isn't exactly hidden. Giles <laughs> definitely isn't after the first answer. I mean, I've, 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 um, fucking hell, I'd have an entire base. <laughs> He's become that angry, he doesn't know what to say. I'd, <laughs> if I could have a bit, if I could have a house and then just an, an entire floor underneath the house, which is just a, like, gr- a underground floor, like a fucking bunker just full of the skulls. You have f- two, there's too many serial killers in history if you bury bodies under the floor, you get caught straight away. No, no. Look at John Wayne Gacy. No, not not bury bodies. Not bury bodies under the floor. It would be a proudly presented fucking dungeon. (laughs) It would be be catacombs. Catacombs of Newcastle. It would be fucking proudly presented catacombs and dungeon with torturing instruments where you can see all the fucking. I would record and take pictures of them. (laughs) He saw again. Pain. I would sit, I would make sure that they could relive their fucking hell. I would chop their fucking fingers off and then wake them. Watch the fucking video of them having their fucking fingers chopped off over and over and over. And I would fucking repeat this process until they have nothing oh, left. To dream about. Kyle, I would. I, ever seen- I would. I would have things in jars. I would have parts in jars. I would have their fucking heads on pikes and on mantelpieces. What the hell? I would turn their fucking skulls into candle holders. Suddenly, he's in a Russian. I would literally just. Oh, I would fucking steal and rob the living shit out of them while they were fucking alive just to see them watch all of their precious fucking money and possessions go. Hello, Google, you've just decided to pop up as I'm saying I'm going to kill someone. Well done. <laughs> can I can I can I just point out that I think that goes for all of our, well uh, on what? all of our lists would be pedophiles and rapists. Yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. But watch, Which we all missed out, but definitely would all be on my list. Watch their fucking pa- watch any sort of sense of power that they have fucking drain from their eyes and their Kyle. lives. Make them fucking suffer. Kyle would have, <laughs> have the fucking Kyle. God damn it, Kyle. Everything. It's relevant to your rage. What? Have you have you ever seen Law Abiding Citizen? Yes. Where you inject some puffer fish venom so it it completely like uh what do you call it? Uh paralyzes them. And then yeah, and then he cuts off his eyelids, hangs a mirror above him and slowly dismembers him like finger by finger, limb by limb until he dies. But he keeps him alive with adrenaline shots as long as he can. They would be they would be drip fed a mix of adrenaline and puffer fish poison. <laughs> Just keep them paralyzed as well. It would be fucking IVs so that I can keep them alive for a fucking year while they sit there and suffer. <laughs> yeah. What we'll take one finger a month? <laughs> it would be every single day, come back. Take a peek off them, force them to rewatch that piece being removed over and over and over, and then continue on to the next piece and the next piece and the next piece until there's nothing fucking left apart from a head on a spike. What about death by a thousand cuts, but only one cut a day? In the in in the old 
<coughs> my society, taking the head of a general was well respected and it was a way to gain promotion. Didn't someone was... die because they took the head of one of their enemies and then it rubbed on their leg while they were riding by and because dental hygiene was bad they got an infection on the leg and died? Yep, they basically they got sepsis and shit like that, but yeah. But it it was it was it was like the you it was a way of showing <laughs> that you were a skilled fighter and everything by taking the head, but so I would take I would take the head, but I would dissect, dissect, dismantle, tor- even just mentally torture them by watching them, uh, watching as I poured all of their precious things like money and cars and property, and watch as it just all gets. I lost. feel like you've I'm already. Sure Kyle's answering every them. single question at this point. <laughs> He's already mentally torturing us. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Would you take a trophy? <laughs> question two and f- question two. How would would you take a trophy from your victims? Question three. What would it be? Can you tell I'm passionate about this subject? Not at all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, yes, but I would do a ma- Native American style. Sculpt them. Yeah. <laughs> so you do it um, American uh, Native American style. Yeah, Americans the style of using the entire body as actual useful shit and selling it to people. That's what I'm saying, human murder. <laughs> Make money from the murders. No, because then it could be trapped. <laughs> Can we just say only Kyle? Well, like, yeah, we'll definitely kill people if we get if we get away with the cows. Like, yeah, I'd make it a business. How else would I afford the dungeon? Well, you've got a point. The catacombs are only going to pay for themselves. Exactly. Mine would be if I'm killing females. We could use like the Paris catacombs and then charge people. I'll like, take like if there's a romantic thing. Can I set it up so it's right in the face of fucking Parliament and it's underneath? It's underneath fucking parliamentary buildings or I mean, some massive monument. I'm expecting to turn on the news one day and there'll be an episode of Saw being filmed in the House of Commons because you've getting let loose in there. I'm afraid we're going to be questioned by the police. <laughs> yeah. Right, question four. I don't like humans in general, so I've. Yeah. When when you have suicidal thoughts, Oi! you have thoughts of killing people. You you take Oi! go into great detail with this sort of stuff. Stop it. You whistle uh, a child or a cat. Of cats. I've, I thought you whistled at me, to be honest, but I will say, I've, because, yeah. of my, Oi, because, Kyle, of my, because of my logical mind, I can overanalyze and overthink these things, so I have gone into all the logical steps of how I would have to do this shit. Well, I've, I feel like that's going to be the next few questions, so. Yes, there's, there's, there's a lot of questions going through. We've got like 24 questions. It went up, it was 19 at the start. Yeah, I, I, I miscalculated. He's got miscalculate. more questions about what you said than the actual thing. <laughs> I think I'm starting to build up more questions on this. Right. I don't know if this applies to Kyle, so Kyle, you don't need to answer to this. <laughs> okay. Is it, you do yours. Question you four. Trophy, would you leave a trademark yeah. stamp? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. How can you leave a trademark stamp if you're taking them away from the um, crime scene? Jay. Right, Stefan. I can take Jay. them but leave something behind. What would your trophy be then, Jay? Would you take one? Because you didn't answer that one. No, I I answered. Okay, no tr- tr- uh, trademarks has just been que- asked. No, you question two and question three. Yeah, my trophy. If it's pregnant women, it'll be the placenta. For fuck's sake, Jay! I like What's your wrong style. with you? No, don't encourage it. 
Me and Jay is going to combine our fucking murdering techniques. So it's going to be that's murder- what's worrying. Jay. Yeah, well, you can eat a placenta, you know. It's food. My freezer would never empty. What, mm. Like the cannibal queen fucking theory. Yeah. Uh, so, trademark stamp. Um, yes. Um, do I know what it would be? Um, I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know. She's got a fucking me chuck off me initial in their chest like Zorro. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really know. It would depend on whatever happened the first time I did it. I suppose, or if I could think of something interesting, uh, you could be cheesy and Maybe. leave something on them, like a coin or like a joke, a card or an ace or something random like that. People do that sometimes, but I don't know if I'd want to be that kind of cheesy, if you like. Well, in um, the film From Hell, mm-hmm. Jack the Whip had left um, fucking. Well, I suppose I, I said I would cut their balls off while they were still alive, so my trophy would be leaving the, the balls in their own mouth. I suppose. Mm, true. Kyle, you're going to give a simplistic answer or you're going to go on a rant? You're getting muted after a minute. There's <laughs> <laughs> only time limit now. Yes. Uh, honestly, honestly, because I would be making use of the body and stuff, it would be. It, I would leave things such as. He would leave a chalk outline of where it was. He does the police's job for them. Yeah. It, it, like picture, it would be a picture of the victim being tortured or something like that, or a video of the victim being tortured or something like that. But it would also Ooh, be would like, you, would you send it to the police? It, it would be accompanied with like a chess piece or something like that. Would you send it to the police or a newspaper or something? Though, or would you just leave it where the murder happened? I would leave it in the person's in the person's home for the whoever to find. Along with a lot, basically the Im- the no notes, no anything like that. It would be an image or a video <laughs> with. You know a, what I've got in my head, such as like a chess piece or something similar. I've got in my head of Kyle doing his first murder. He abducts someone, he tortures them, he kills them. They've, by this time, two or three days later, they've been reported as a missing person. He gets to where they live, and the police are all over the flat, and he just wanders in, just like oh, they left this um, knight off the the chess board. I'm just gonna leave it here. <laughs> I might, um, I might honestly make my own personalized type insignia, insignia type thing that's been carved or inscribed, and just have that as like a side hobby of while I'm while I'm like what making them watch the torture and stuff, just sitting there carving me insignia. <laughs> okay, God's sake. So yeah, I, w- I would, I would leave something. It, it would be, it would be like. Image, images and uh, video, like USB sticks and stuff like that. Hmm. Basically, proof <laughs> of the torture, proof of the murder. You gotta give the police some sort of hint. <laughs> you, I love how you're inadvertently calling the police a bit slow. You gotta help them somehow. <laughs> Not exactly that, but also, I'm pretty sure some of the police might enjoy the sight of a politician getting dismembered. I'm sure most of the country would, to be honest. Anyway, why is everybody going Jordan? to Ireland? Move on to Jordan. <laughs> because we're Jordan. worried about you. <laughs> no, yeah, um, no. I wouldn't. Jordan doesn't want to get caught. Jordan doesn't want to get caught. He's just murdering tramps because they're all going to miss them. 
the transition from Jordan is the transition of Stefan's answers, which are sort of concise. My my answers, which are just full blown ones, and then Jordan, no. <laughs> the most, the longest answer Jordan's given is Native American style. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <coughs> I would leave a signature. What you'd actually sign the body? I would. I would leave a letter with a signature, <laughs> with an autograph. Yeah. And if I, and if anybody wants to see Jason, <coughs> go to Finn Finn Lyle dot shop, and it at the moment it has Christmas deliveries. Uh, the last the last day to get Christmas deliveries is actually when we're recording this, so you may not get it after Christmas. But if, it's, if, we have got any... good gifts for New Year's. So if you want to see Jay's signature, you can have a look and uh, go onto his website. That's finlyle dot shop and uh, look at some of his Aww. fabulous products. Uh, oh, what was it? All oh, right. Uh, surely you signed some merchandise on his time. Well, having to go <laughs> yeah. to his shop and see signature. You could leave right. some of your merchandise. Question five. Question five. Dress up your would, victim? Elton John CD. <laughs> would you leave any clues? An Elton John CD if it was Jay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, because only we would get that. Well, people that listen um, to this podcast. Right. As long with question five, would you leave any clues? Question six is, would you leave clues about you or to frame someone else? <coughs> Discuss, boys. Um. Depends on my mood. Like I'm all clues because my trademark stamp would be leaving pictures and stuff, so they're going to be clues in themselves. But to, whether I want to frame someone or not would be basically how I feel on that day. But I would probably try and frame someone close to that person. Like if that if it's a politician, maybe a rival politician or the prime minister. If it was a if it was someone like a shit face celebrity, then probably that <laughs> it's shit face celebrities. <laughs> some stupid shit like that, or if it's just some complete asshole, maybe the asshole's friend or brother or some shit. Basically, would... frame an asshole with an asshole so you get double the double the efficiency because you can get one asshole thrown in jail. I would say, uh, going back to our earlier killer, um, the the chessboard killer, I wouldn't at first, but I feel like if at a point where I got bored, I felt like no one was linking up or the, the police weren't doing anything, then probably, yeah. Uh, Probably, yeah. probably, maybe, maybe you frame someone else rather than kind of draw them towards me. But yeah, I would probably get bored and be like, "They're not fucking take notes." Yeah, it, it would very much basically just be boredom. I think that's how everybody would be, mm-hmm. though. If if you would, if you get bored after a while, you would start just not getting sloppy, but leaving clues as to like well, where you hurry up and find this shit. That's how people get caught quite easily, though, isn't it? Because they get the start to escalate, and then that's when they get caught. Yeah. As long as you sort of set out, set out a plan and make sure that you cover your tracks quite well and everything, it's not like you're gonna have a killer's diary. But if you can if you can plan out the <laughs> like exactly how you're gonna leave these clues and where and everything, in such a way that you're not gonna diary. see you. <coughs> Jordan, I forgot who was answering. Uh, Jordan, yes. Um... Would you leave clues? Jordan said no to clues, but that's as far as he went. Well, no, no he, but, he said no to a trademark. Ah. but I'd be this. I'd be the same as Stefan. I think eventually I probably would. 
once I've run out of hobos. <laughs> Jordan's um, answer to the UK's homeless academic, not academic, um, issue okay, is to kill them all off. <laughs> yes, there Before is. Then go fight. It's just like, yep, once I run out of hobos, probably uh, that's it. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> I wouldn't leave any clues. No? Uh, question seven. How would you commit the perfect murder? Hmm. Um, oh, is this me? Yes. So, what would you do after you killed them to get away with it? Or... No, how would you? Um, what what would we be? What would the perfect murder to you be? To me, um, um, I suppose in terms of getting away with it, you'd have to say, you know, if you can supposedly strangle someone, disappear, because then it's like you're more likely to get away with that shit, aren't you? Yeah. Um. Once I'd killed them, it would be all right. So I, I, I already know what I do for this. Is that bad? I feel like I'm, I've went a bit coyote. <laughs> so I feel like for a perfect murder, so no chance of you getting caught. I feel like it would be strangle the victim, um, because that's the that's the least likely you're gonna get in court, really. Um, and then I feel like it would be, uh. I would freeze the body first because then if you freeze it and you manage to store it for a couple of months, once you've done that, you can, um, when you throw it out, there's no way for them to determine when when the body went missing, when, when the person was killed. Because if you freeze it, they don't know if you've frozen it for a week, a month, a year, two years. They don't know how long it's been frozen. And there's currently, as far as I'm aware, uh, there's no way to determine that like accurately as accurately as find out when a body died so i'd freeze it the other thing i would do is i would um i would anonymously tip off the police but i would do it i would do it somewhere random so i would go into the woods somewhere and i would disturb a bit of not not i wouldn't dig but i'd disturb stuff around an area and then i tip off the police then they would go and they would dig or i would bury something that wasn't a body obviously they would go and then dig and you know you could they would they would dig an area then after they have done that you could then go and bury your body because <laughs> if they get even if they get tipped off again and they come out they're going to be like well this is where we dug that's why it's disturbed there uh, and the other thing i would do is i'll put the body like six foot down but about three foot up i would put something maybe it's the the body of like a, a dead animal or something or like a rabbit or a dog or some drugs or something so if a dog kicks off then they think that's what it's for so they dig down oh well there's drugs buried here that's why or there's a, a, a dead animal here they wouldn't read dig any further and that's how i'd get away with it nice well that's how you would get coming yeah. a perfect murder i feel like strangulation leaves the least evidence i like it you get behind them and like garrot them rather than trying to fight with someone as well, so you don't get physically hurt. But yeah, I definitely, def- de- definitely tip off the police and use their area that they have dug up against them uh, with a kind of decoy over the top of whatever you buried. But yeah, that's so Kyle. 
I don't. I wouldn't be able to do perfect murder because every murder would it could not be <laughs> so messy. I would, the I, would to, I would have to like experiment and do different things every time. I would be very much <laughs> experimenting and doing loads of different stuff every time and trying out different techniques and things. So that would never be a perfect murder for me. But I w- I would say if I could have a perfect murder, it would basically be one of two things. It would either be scaring my basically my target audience my target sort of my sort of type of victim into not being such complete and utter cunts and stopping reforming their ways so that everybody is terrified to (coughs) so basically put the fear of fucking god into them so that no one is ever like that again or maybe get someone else convicted of the crime that is a com- like the king of the arseholes. So like take out all the under take out all the lesser un- underlings and lesser shitheads and stuff like that. And then basically pin it all on the king arsehole that goes to jail for life and is in solitary confinement and is basically completely fucked and ends up getting beaten up by the rest of the prisoners and in the prison and all that sort of shit. Because I can't deal with you referring to people as king arsehole. Well, if, if if it was politician type thing, it would basically be like taking out all the um, all the less uh, shitty twat politicians who've done such a stupid fucking job and are complete knobheads, and then man- <laughs> the opposition, then managing to pin it on the prime minister. That type thing, basically managing to pin it. Guys, <laughs> trying to frame Boris. That's going to be hard to be fair. It's not like you defend yourself. Yeah, man- managing to pin it on like the biggest knob of them all, so save save and best to last, managing to pin it on the biggest knob, and then if he gets life in prison, if he doesn't hang himself in prison, while he, while he's in prison, maybe do sly murders and make it more secretive and make sure that they don't con on that, it's not him. But when he gets out, he's the final victim, or she, or whoever they are. They're the final victim, and they get they they're the final kill. That's what oh. that's your final perfect kill. That's where you stop. I don't care if they're in prison for life, and if they go in when they're twenty, and they come out when they're eighty nine. The day that they come out of that prison cell is the day that I will be waiting for them outside prison. <laughs> uh, but but if in that so then in that time they're in prison. If you had to do one murder, or for that last murder, you don't have to talk to them one or they you just have to get away with it. What would you would? Is there any plan you would have for like to get away with it perfectly without torture? I'd, I'd still experiment and stuff. I just wouldn't leave as many clues or anything like that. I, w- I wouldn't leave the clues. I wouldn't do things like that. I would change my tactic, but it still wouldn't be the perfect murder because I'd still have to experiment and stuff and perfect my technique for when the final asshole finally comes out of prison, so I can make it the most painful and horrifying experience he's ever had. <laughs> I love how you call the final look like a cakewalk. Like he's the boss. <laughs> but this way, I'm. But if when once he gets out of prison, he's gonna wish that he was back in prison. I don't care if he's been in prison for seventy years. I'm gonna make it look like it was heaven compared to what I would do. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> so anyway, there we go. Yeah. Well, Jordan, welcome, welcome everyone. Well, everyone. <laughs> the dark insights of my mind when I can go on a dark. <laughs> And on the this exact same time, sit there and watch unicorns prancing around in the corner. In all fairness, um, after today's episode, we're all going to learn not to fuck with Kyle. Don't piss Kyle off. Come on, just say we're all new and we all will continue to do it constantly. 
Yeah, you you guys aren't part of my um. What you what would you go? Not target audience. Not them. Oh fuck it. Victim what pool. No, it's not conglomerate. <laughs> uh, what what is it? It it's like a coalition or a collection of things. What oh what is it? Oh, it a is coalition. And it's not exactly a coalition though. It's like a bad word for it. It's um. <laughs> The coalition, the bad word. Come on, Jordan. God. Coalition is a bad word, isn't it? Okay. Or was that just, or, was that just back in up. 2010? Fucking. No, it's not a massacre. That's just what I would do. <laughs> I love how he's legit going through these in his head. Like, it's normal. Uh, what... uh, how how have we survived 20 year Over 20 years with Kyle. <laughs> Because we're not part of his coalition that he can't remember the word for. <laughs> we, we, we've uh, gone on his good side. No, we're just far enough away from his bad side that he hasn't stabbed with. <laughs> well, unless we got into the bad side that much, he thought, you know what, the most torture for these people is actually to befriend them. <laughs> just to keep them close. Just to keep them close so they are tortured for the rest of their lives. No, you're my backup if I need someone killed and I'm not available that time. Oh, well, that's why. We're the minions. Oh. Banana! <laughs> Batum. Ha! Oh, what, what's, ha. what's it? Batum. Uh, anyway, Jordan, please continue while I'm sitting here trying to figure this out. Collective, that's Don't it, my collective victims. Really? That's... That was the fucking word you couldn't get. Yeah. Kyle, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> uh... I don't know, because in a, in a way, the per- you can never commit the perfect murder, because eventually it comes back to bite you in the arse. Ooh, Jordan's getting all, like, biblical. Is that the right word? Why? Why can't I not yeah. think of the word? <laughs> Why? Because I, I, I would have that. said I would have done a Breaking Bad style. Completely, just get really? rid of the body. Oh shit! Right, okay. Never mind me. <laughs> I, I, my mind went somewhere else. There. What's it? Oh, I was what's so confused it's not collective. What's another name for a consumer? Like it's a it's a business term. It's it's like your target audience. Oh, your target audience. No, it's oh God's sake. Consumer. What? Cat. It's not called a cat. Move. Cats. Right. It's Shoot. it's Jay's go. It is Jay's go. It is Jay's me. In all fairness, all my murders are going to be perfect. Oh, here we're gone. <laughs> I try to be, I try to sort of be like, what was it, biblical, humble, humble. biblical, yeah, biblical. I <laughs> just put the last oh, victim on the cross. John, John's went from doing the the native Indian style to to doing it crusader style. I like it. I'm evolving. Ooh, crusader style. You are evolving. Ooh. You need Ooh, to Poli- a politician hung up on on the clock tower of uh, Big Ben. Ooh. <laughs> oh, t- question eight. How, How would you tracks? Well, this comes into the How? perfect murder. Because if I was going to do the perfect murder, that's what I would do. So, 
that would cover my tracks on that one. For any normal murder, I feel like it would be. I feel like I would still do strangling. Like, I feel like a good strangle would be still good. Um, but how's that yeah. covering your tracks? It's not really covering no, your hey, tracks, but it does naturally uh, leave the least amount of evidence, doesn't it? Ish. Is Jordan shooting me? I think Jordan is shooting you. No, I'm not. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That sounds> like. <laughs> Um, that's the word marks. Are you f- right? Honestly, I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> there would be marks because you would be marking them for death. I'll mark you. Death mark. The death mark. Ooh, I could. Do- oh, I could mark them for death before I come and get them, so they run scared. Ooh. <laughs> oh, or just say, well, I'm going to die. Or just say, or they might just say, oh, well, I'm going to die anyways. Let's just sit here and wait. I don't think any politician would. No, Boris would just um, hide in the freezer or fridge. Why is this Boris? Because Boris. Boris <laughs> Everybody defaults to killing Boris. I love it. <laughs> it's how Bo- Boris or Trump. Uh, I'm amazed Trump has been killed. Why has why has nobody ever tried to get him? Because, because he... all of his followers are the ones that are, that usually do it. You know what I don't get? Apart from Obama, they killed all the good presidents, and then the one that's a twat, they leave alone. Like I said, the the followers of Trump are the ones that usually did it. They're the gun tools. Oh, well, this is the country that had nearly forty or forty odd million or forty odd billion people vote for Trump. After it's the shit country, four years that they went through. <laughs> that has an amendment saying you have the right to carry arms that dates back to when it was a fucking flintlock pistol and it had one shot, not a fucking automatic rifle, you cunts. Sorry, Jordan, go on. Um, no, I was just going to say, and also we had to get out of like answering questions when you're being interviewed. I, I recommend the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> yeah. I invoke the Fifth Amendment. <laughs> I, I I had a good argument with someone. I was like, it was written in the 1700s, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, well, and he's just totally trying to argue against us. And I was like... Oh, no, don't said? do that. No, it was, it was really good. He said something. I oh, was like, uh, well, yeah, but it doesn't... I was like, it's a, it's a lethal weapon. I said, what what purpose do you need a lethal weapon like that? And he said, uh, why not? It's well, right, or something like that. I said, yeah, just because you've got the right to do something doesn't mean it has to be done. I was like, and if you can't tell us it's for hunting, because if you cannot kill something in one or two shots, if you cannot kill something with a single shot rifle or a bow and arrow or something like that with a clean kill, then not only is that torture at the animal, but if you machine gun something with a fucking 40 round clip, that that is going to be inedible anyway because it's going to be full of fucking lead. I was like, so you, if you're that shit of a shot, you shouldn't be hunting so you can't say it's for hunting. And then he was like, yeah, but like, then he changed the subject and he was like, yeah, but like anything can be a, a lethal weapon. Like, um, what, what about like... Uh, if someone's got a spoon and they come at you and try and scoop your eye out and you die, that can be seen as a weapon. And I was like, yeah, but when was the last time you heard of someone going into a room with a spoon and wiping out 25 people in about three seconds? And I still haven't had a response to that comment of him. Also, also, if, you, if you're going to kill someone with a spoon, at least it takes, it, at least it's inventive, it takes some intelligence. Firing, <laughs> firing, firing a gun. I love how I was like, nobody's ever mass murdered with a spoon, Kyle's like, challenge accepted. That's not the point, Kyle. 
No, the, the, this is the whole thing about guns, and it's the, it's the thing that came in when when flintlock rifles and stuff came in, and single shot rifles came in, and it's the fact of guns take away a lot of the human emotion out of the kill instead of having to go- look into someone's eyes as you take their life force away from them <laughs> with a sword or something. It took that all away because you could be at a distance, fire this wa- fire this one thing and know that it would devastate them so much that it would kill them. It made killing simple and easy. And that's the entire issue of if you have something that makes killing simple and easy, you are more likely to do it. Meanwhile, if you have... <clears throat> try and put effort into it like there's no way you're going to easily kill someone with a spoon you're going to have to put effort into it even using a knife you have to put effort into getting up close and putting it in the right place to kill them or repeatedly sell them that sort of thing it takes effort there's resistance meanwhile with a gun there's no it's easy it's quick it's efficient it takes all of the effort and struggle and hardship and you don't have to stare at them in the eyes you don't have to see them die as per se you don't have to feel that emotion it takes away half of the guilt of killing someone and that's the whole issue with it is that if you carry a weapon like that you are going to be more prone to use it because there's less re- there's less emotional repercussions for yourself i'm not saying there's none because there's very much plenty but it takes part of it away it's not as brutal or as damning as hacking someone's head off with a sword like it would have been in the medieval period if you wanted to kill someone you really wanted to kill someone you had to put effort and planning and even a thug would have to be determined enough to do it and that's the whole thing of it takes all that away and it makes it simple quick and easy and that's what makes it so terrible is that it should never be simple, quick, and easy. You you cannot give normal people the power to carry around something like that and be expected not to abuse it. And Stefan, you're right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm going to go to the toilet, continue with the fucking uh, things. I'll be back in a second. Quick, we'll get through hey. some things while he's not here. We need to make that a t-shirt. Guns aren't personally <laughs> emotional enough to murder people with spoons, Kyle. <laughs> okay, question nine. Where and how would you dispose of the body, or would you leave it somewhere to be found? I've already answered this. I've already answered this. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Kyle. Uh, Jordan? <laughs> Haven't I already answered it? Technically. Huh? What? <laughs> Because by seeing the Breaking Bad thing, where basically you put them in a bath full of acid. Ah, right, okay. Well, right, we've bad, basically, so we, 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 I would leave it to be found, to be honest. And when you said Breaking Bad, my mind thought broke back mountain, which is why I got confused. <laughs> Question 10. Would you stay in one place or travel about? Um, I suppose, ideally, you'd want to travel about because then it spreads it out, makes it less likely to be linked, but realistically... Uh, if you wanted to get on with your life, you'd have to pretty much stay in one place, wouldn't you, unless you moved somewhere. So unless you're going to quit your job and just go around and live like of Jordan, especially if he's going to live like a hobo to kill the hobos, he can do what he wants. <laughs> but yeah, Spare yeah, change, please. Look, look <laughs> Besides, we have, a, we have a rich fucking area for this shit, don't we? I mean, Asher and Cromlin, Blythe. I think there's some good places to hunt dickheads. Fucking training as well, by the way, for the, sorry, just, like, for the what gun. The fuck? Well, 
just for the gun thing as well, it doesn't take any sort of training to fire to fire a gun. It it doesn't take long to train to fire a gun. It's two clicks and you're done. Sorry, continue. Can we just? Uh, I will just. Uh, I will just give you a counterpoint of to actually physically shoot to be a good shot. To use a one round rifle or a pistol or something to actually be good at shooting things, it does take skill. But what you're saying, it doesn't take any skill to plug in a fucking twenty round cartridge and just open fire in front of you. Exactly. Right. Okay. I mean, so all, all you have to do is just. I've I've never touched a gun in my life, like an actual gun in my life, but I can. Guess what? You have put a knife have, in the ceiling, and that's what worries it. I have full. Shut up. I have full. <laughs> I have full confidence, thanks to popular media, media such as books, video games, uh, TV, TV, and oh, movies, oh, oh. and all those sort of things, that okay. I. I could pick up a pistol and use it. Kyle, yes. I'm just going to read you the... I'm just going to preempt the comments in my head of, yeah, okay, you've played Call of Duty, now you think you can fire a gun, because I can see millions of them coming in. It's not that I think I could fire... Don't get me wrong, I'm going to be a shit aim and a shit shot, but the fact that all you need to do is insert the, ma- insert the magazine, cock it back, release the safety, pull the trigger... You, you you put you put you put the ba- you put the magazine in, you pull back the slides to make sure that it chambers around and it cocks the hammer back. You put the, you flick the safety down. If it's got a select fire, you you choose what you bloody select fire, and then you pull the trigger. It do it doesn't matter how bad of an aim you are if you shoot into a crowd of people, which is usually what ha- what happens when people go on these kiln sprees. You're gonna hit something or someone. Anywho. Anywho, yes, sorry. I know I sort of interjected. Please continue. Kyle? Yes. Question eight, question ten. Would you stay in one place or travel about? Travel about? I want to rid the world of these cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, uh, don't, don't sugarcoat or two, what do you think? <laughs> you, you know how I said that I would be waiting for the guy to come out of prison? Well, while he's in prison, I've got plenty of time to go to another country. <laughs> Just go to America, there's plenty of them. That's the thing, would I save America for last phone? I've perfected all the techniques so they get the most pain. That's actually very tempting that I might I, I would probably Call do them. it. Probably what are you talking about giving them ideas? <laughs> oh, no. No, it doesn't say much. Would I want to be sloppy because there's less chance of getting me getting caught in America because of the sloppiness because there's that many fucking murders over there. <laughs> and and to be fair, I could be sloppy and just torture the, Mer- the Americas in a sloppy way and that would probably be more painful because it would be less efficient. Mm. Yeah. Probably practice in America, actually. They would be like the practice one. <laughs> what? <laughs> America would be the partner. To all our American listeners, I would like to apologise and say you are our first on our list, apparently. I would like to announce that we are going on a world tour and we are starting in America next year. No, we're not. No, we're not, but can you imagine if we were a world tour and everybody just goes, shit, he's coming to America. It's begun. Probably at the airport with the guns ready for you. <laughs> hey Jordan, would you stay in one place or travel about? 
Oh, I'd probably travel about. Okay, cool, cool. I would happily travel about. You get bored of sightseeing after killing. Maybe like I've seen this already. I buried a body there. Buried a body there. Hey <laughs> yo, question eleven and twelve go together. Can you imagine if you would you leave the country and start again somewhere else to make it look like a copycat killer? And question twelve, if so, what twists would you add into your killing? To make it look like a copycat, no. To go to somewhere else and start again, yes. After you got bored in this country. Um, <laughs> well, what, what, start again. Done. Yeah. No, but I feel like if I was at that point, then if I left the country, I'll continue. Like Kyle said, if you move somewhere else, then yeah. Uh, and you probably wouldn't add in twists unless you were naturally add them into your game anyway, because you you want a copycat. You were the original, so why would you need to? To make it more interesting, I guess. Maybe you don't need to. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, fucking hell. There's no need to be let out there. Jordan? <laughs> Jordan? Uh, I would leave the country, but only after I'd done, thing, got bo- done the murders, got bored, and went, right, I'm going to retire from murdering. Retire? <laughs> right, I'm retiring. Put it in the paper. I want the pension. Maybe I'll kill her, retires. <laughs> oh, I'm like... favourite. <laughs> <gasps> I could move to China and sell organs. Oh my god, Kyle, no. Not running the black market. <laughs> I could be the premier surgeon on the black market because I could just murder people all over the world and sell the organs to the Chinese. And the, and the Asians. Go to an asylum, they'll, they'll not be missed. That would be... That, that would be... Jordan. <laughs> no. Yeah, but the odds are all well documented. Can, yeah, that's true. Can, you know how b- bodies... Like, for medical practice and medical school and all that sort of stuff, they get bodies from the morgue, and sometimes it's bodies that people don't even know where it came from. I can just donate some of the organs and stuff to, like, medical practices and stuff. They've got no fucking idea where it comes from, but they're always in pristine condition. Fuck's sake, Kyle. If you want to do that, you you could always stick with a knee that makes them look like they're dead, like, makes the body think that they're dead. Maybe, but like I like harvesting. But the the the, the um the twist would be that I would become more efficient as I did more, as, I, as I did more, wouldn't I? So by the time I get to like my second or third country, I'd be really efficient at it. So I probably could have them have all the organs in pristine condition. You seriously worry me sometimes. To be fair, I think I could probably do without leaving the first country. Oh, for God's sake! <sighs> that just makes it so. So all these years where we've been saying Kyle's actually a serial killer, it's just true. Um, I, I, I would like to add a disclaimer here. I'm not actually a serial killer, and I don't actually think yeah. about killing people this much or anything like that. I do, I'm just a logical thinker and have You're a reputation that can take this. <laughs> Question 13. Yes. How would it all end? I.G. suicide, hand yourself in, fade out like nothing happened, or carry on with your life. Right, so I'll start with this one. First of all, no, not suicide, not ever, because that's just... if you're that That is the most cowardly thing you could ever do, because then you're not willing to face your own actions, so then why do it in the first place? That's the most... That, that, I can't stand that. If somebody goes on a killing spree or they kill someone or they do something, then suicide. It's like when people go on um, 
like what Kyle was talking about guns before, they go on shooting sprees, they shoot up a, a school or the Las Vegas fucking shooter or whatever it is like that or whatever's happening, or suicide bombers or something like that. If you're not willing to stand at the end and take consequence for what you've done, then you shouldn't. You haven't got the balls to do it in the first place, so don't bother. Don't waste everyone's time. Yeah. So I'll go to like a court or somebody for bat and murder me. There's no need for that attitude, yeah. <laughs> Toby, what's wrong? Hey, mine, mine would be like I said. I would basically continue on until either I don't know, possibly either until I got bored or until I was just unable to do it anymore. Like my body just started shutting down and stuff. Like if I ended up starting to get because of me, me joints are wonky and I've got a wonky heart and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> if I if, heart, then nobody ever. <laughs> Wait, I, I do. If if my heart got worse or anything like that, I, I would probably end up having to stop because then I would, I would probably end up getting closer to getting caught or being unable to do everything as precisely as I'd want and all that sort of stuff. Like, I, I could, if I had arthritis, I know for a fact that one of my biggest things would be me screaming at myself and getting really pissed off at myself because my hand wouldn't be able to function as well as I'd want it to to be as precise. So. I'd probably end up either like fading away because oh, I would, agree with I would that. because if... I would get bored or because of medical reasons or age yeah. that I would just end up having to stop. But I would very much like to be one of those type of urban myths where you would fade away and it would just be if you're this type of person or if you're really bad like this, the boogeyman will come and get you. Like I'd love to, I'd love to turn into that type of thing where my legacy is that of a boogeyman who will come and kill you if you behave in a certain manner. And it sort of causes reform in the world so that nobody acts like that anymore. I would absolutely love that if I become a boogeyman story. Yeah. I don't know why I find that funny. I just find you funny in general sometimes. <laughs> I think that would be... Jordan, brain get cuts, get how would your killing spree end? I'll just like probably have it fade out like nothing happened and just carry on with my life. Yeah, so if health if health issues or something like I come up, I'd definitely just fade out. I'll go I'll go out on a suicide by police. Nah that that's uh, pussy hole. uh, I'll go out in a massive gun shootout. I'll like call off I'll call myself in and be like, yo, there's, there's something suspicious happening. And I'd be like, oh, I'm the murderer. <laughs> Kill the person in front of the police and then get a gun out and start shooting out in front of the police. Nah, you, you it was me all the, ta- all the time. <laughs> At the end of the day, right, <laughs> if you're gonna, if it's all going to fade out, your life's going to become pretty much boring. Uh, okay. And if you get caught, your life's going to be boring in jail. You'll be stuck in jail doing the same shit Why over and over and over again. You why, bored. Yeah, why you can just kill the prisoners? No, they, yeah, exactly. You get victims in prison. But t- two things. One, don't laugh at the fact that I say these things casually, and then just think, and then not pick up on the fact that Jordan just casually says, "Yeah, I'll just like sort of just stop after a while," that type thing. Just sort of en- envisioning Jordan going around killing like ten people and then just stopping because of like, hmm, why not? You got bored. Yeah, just and, like and and. For this does this does not satisfy me no more. If I, if I did so, like I couldn't suicide by copper and like that because my brain would kick in and be, it it would basically be like you've seen me on tactical games where it's fight to the last man. If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna take as many of you down as as I can with me. 
if I ever sort of got into that, I wouldn't be going into it with the thought of, like, this is when I'm going to die, I'm going to die by cop type thing. It would be, I'm going to I'm gonna fucking get out of this alive, and I'm going to cause a fucking massacre here. But I, I, yeah. I, I couldn't do suicide by cop, because a lot of cops are good, genuine, decent people. I would only want to kill the bad people, so it would, it would very much be the sort of case of... I would avoid the cops as, cops as much as I can, and if I ended up having to get into a fight with the cops, it would be disabling, not killing. And not disabling as in permanent injury, you're never going to work a day in your life anymore. It would be knock them out type thing. Oh, Kyle's gone soft. I like it. <sighs> Kyle's gone no, soft I, in his old age. Did you hear that sigh of disappointment from Jordan? <laughs> I, I, I have respect for certain people. If you're going to be a decent guy and you're going to be like a, an actual decent and proper human being, then I'm fine with you. If if you if you're like one of those crooked cops who's a complete asshole and think you're a fucking Chad or whatever the fuck the term is and all that sort of shit, then sure, you can just be another name on the list. But if if you're like a genuine human being who's just trying to help people out and do your, do your job and all that sort of stuff. I have no issue with that because I'm just wandering through life doing my job trying to be a nice person. I'm perfectly fine with that. It's the age-old thing of you be a cunt to me, I'll be a cunt back. If you be nice to me, I'll be nice back. Hmm. Like determinism. Yeah. yeah. Well, your question 14. <laughs> Who would be your inspiration? Me. Fuck's <laughs> sake! Uh, I don't need no inspiration. My mind's fucked up already. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would like to point out as well. I have had a brain scan. All they found was epilepsy. So don't go thinking I've got a psychotic brain or anything shit that's like. That's all the found. Found is the crucial word there. It's what I found on your brain. I didn't do a psychoanalytic on your on your own brain, Kyle. Yeah. I, I suppose they might have maybe done it when I did. When... Calm down, Sheldon. I'm not crazy. I've been tested. We I mean, no, I did that Asperger's test, and that's I all. Tendencies and things like that. Um. I, so, I, I, do you know what it is? I feel like Jack the Ripper was just mint inspiration because it, it was just, it, I, you know, it's not good that people die, but it was just awesome the fact that he, he gets away with it. And it's like, to this day, we haven't, we haven't really got a clue, let's be honest. It uh, is but I, I also, it would be physically impossible for you to be that brazen in this day and age with forensic evidence and stuff. And CCTV and all that sort of shit. Well, yeah. Exactly. Every- Can you imagine if we took inspiration from um, the McGann's? The Mc- the McCanns? What Renault? You mean the McCanns? No McCanns. The McCanns. Yes, the McCanns. What just what? That doesn't make sense. What, Play victim. Leave you. <laughs> How would that work? The problem is that only works up for like the first. My after that. That, that only works for the first te- first both ten fifteen yeah. Yeah, then people get wise. <laughs> right, Jordan. Who's your inspiration? Since Stefan says um. Jack the Ripper, Kyle's is himself. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I've never already started. <laughs> even though it's totally like different to whatever. So like, what? this is all fictional. Kyle hasn't killed anyone yet. But that we know. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. We don't know where he, where he hides the bodies. Only in video games hmm. and books. Who's doing that? Yeah, that. 
Well, yeah, coming against a um, cable. It's it sounds like you. There's been a couple of times where it sounds like you're sort of hitting the spring of a mic stand, or you're rubbing up against like the actual microphone or something. I apologize. It doesn't help that my cats are being little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jordan, please continue. Sorry. I don't know who my inspiration would be. If you start after me, you can have me as an inspiration. Yeah, I'll have Kyle. Technically, you've already got your inspiration because you said you would do it Native American and Crusade style, didn't you? So, there's yeah. your inspiration. Native Americans and Crusaders. Oh, shit, I copied, an, I copied the wrong question. I didn't. <sighs> Copy. You pissed. There we go. Question 15. Anyway, my inspiration. Sorry, my inspiration would be Albert Fish. You know, I'll oh, write yeah, detailed we'll letters. Yeah, we'll I'll, I'll write detailed letters to the victims, uh, victims' family. Yeah, because that's just that's just pure badass. We all saw this coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Next question. Right, it's getting late. Chris. It is oh, getting late. Jordan's getting shirty after no. joining the four hours. This might turn into a part three at this rate. Hi, Mum. Okay, night night. Night, Kyle's ma. You can say Susan. The lads, the lads are saying night. She's away. Question <laughs> 15. Who would you have help? No. 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 Actually, it depends. I'll have Kyle to help by the sounds of it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'll have Kyle. Cindy, but I try to torture everyone. I also have my. I also have Ashley to help because she has some brilliant. No, ideas. no. Th- this, this is the thing. If someone's already got a standardized thing and they brought me in to help, I would go by that standard because that's the standardized route and routine. That that would be the sort of layout, the blueprint type thing. So if Jay, if Jay had a certain style and he brought me in to help, I would, I would adhere to that style. Yeah, fair enough. Question 16 and 17 come together. Question 16. Would you eat a victim? No. Question 17. How would you cook and surf them? Uh, I would would love to say that I would become Hannibal. I think I would probably cook them and serve them, but I wouldn't eat them myself. I think I would serve them to... Serve them to other people. Dude, that's dark. Yeah, it's like, like Jesus. possibly like to the victim's family or there's like... I don't know to answer the <laughs> Kyle's question then even just run people don't know their own family no, the no. <laughs> if you think about it, they're going to be destroyed and you know how some, t- some places send them like I don't think I've ever like, thought about it as much as you have they send them hampers saying like way on TV <laughs> so see it, where they send them hampers of like food saying sorry for your loss and all this sort of stuff and dude Send them their loved one back, just not in the way they expected. No, that is not okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, next, oh my god! If it's, next if person. It's you can guarantee the politicians have like the big buffets and stuff and the big dinners <laughs> when, they, when they go to um, when they have <laughs> sessions. So. No. Bad Kyle. Naughty make, Kyle. Make the fat cats fatter. Make the fat cats fatter. <laughs> Jesus. Right, next person. Kyle. Yeah, please, before Kyle actually gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start here and... 
Oh shit, no. I know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, because they would have too many additives and shit in them. Kyle's just concerned about how healthy the person was he killed. Kyle's like, if I can catch them, I'm fairly, I'm fairly like small framed and shit. If I can catch them, they must be fucking useless. Wait, no, it's it's the whole thing of because of all the additives and shit that's in our food. Apparently, if if you were to taste flesh like seventy or eighty years ago, it would taste better than it would today because of the amount of shit that we have in our system now, like all the different chemicals and stuff. So. I would, I would eat my victims. Like I would have to eat my victims. You are wrong. Very, very sick. Have you ever been checked? I am. I am a diagnosed psychopath. How are you? Psychopath. Um, not psychopath, sociopath. I'm a diagnosed sociopath. I love the fact that Jordan's saying has Jay been checked and hasn't questioned a single thing from me yet. Yeah, no, you're fine. We're not worried. (laughs) (laughs) We're not worried at all, Kyle. Perfectly normal. Uh, this is well, just could learn that it's just normal for you. <laughs> I am shit at cooking, so like I don't know how I would cook and serve them. But... I'll be your chef. Okay, Cal, I'm hiring you as my chef. <laughs> if you pay, is even better. <laughs> pay? I can't. I even was like, I do this for free. Holy shit, I'm getting paid. <laughs> uh, what is this pay you talk of? So, Kyle, I told Ashley about your gift basket idea. Yes. <laughs> Her reply was, that's pretty genius. He has a pie and some casseroles, so you don't need to cook. Yeah, exactly. It's it's comforting the family, and it's comforting well <coughs> because they've got the family member back. I was ready to argue with him, but he can't actually cook, and that's a worrying thing. You <laughs> <laughs> can't even argue with that. And you've eaten my beef, Wellington. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you weren't there. You were busy that day. Yeah, so you have. That was his last victim. Oh no! Probably about <laughs> no, you, your family, to be fair. You've you've tried my um, oyakodon mice and stuff like that as well instead. Yeah, but I went to the shop with you to get the meat. Yeah. <laughs> did you go? Uh, did you go into the shop with him? Is the shopkeeper yes. still there? Yes. We went to the shop together. He very much, he very much verified that it was store bought meat. <laughs> you were Question eighteen. Would you have an unsuspecting job to go alongside the killings? Example, John Wayne Gacy was a clown who worked with children. Oh, hey, 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 hey. You can't spell slaughter without laughter. Well, to be, to be you fair... You just put that there, didn't you? Try if, to be clever, you dick. If, if you were going to do the whole cooking the victims, then but you could, you could pose as like a chef type thing and it could be the whole... You you cook for a living, so nobody would find it suspect if you sat there cooking, type thing. You could just say you're preparing preparing the meals for the next day, and you've decided to cook yourself up up something or anything like that. Um, but no, I think the best way to do it would just be to have like a normal day job, and just not have anything connect to that day job. So if you work in a garage. Don't go around killing people with fucking monkey wrenches and shit. Just make it so it's separate to that job so that nobody would sort of cotton on. And don't do what that guy did, like the murderer Stefan said. <coughs> What's he called, the Russian guy? Um, don't kill like people from your work and that type thing, because that just immediately paints a target into that area. Or your friend. Yeah. It's why you guys are safe. You're <laughs> That, that that plus you guys are my uh, associates, but we don't know. So where you, 
with answer we will answer fifteen. Well, would would yeah. would you have a well? I don't know. I don't think I would drag you in to help. But I might have you as like alibis. Like what? Like how? Where was Kyle at this date? Or he was busy doing the podcast with her. He was busy in bed. What are you? Yeah, he, he was busy was sleeping. In, he was busy sleeping in bed. Can you guarantee this? Yes. Have you met? Yeah. Can you guarantee this? Yeah, because we're always sat at the bottom of the bed staring at him. <laughs> Did the murder happen between 6pm and 4am? No. Well, then it couldn't have been Kyle. It would have been asleep. <laughs> or it would have been at work. <laughs> would you have an unsuspecting job, Stefan and Philip? And Philip. <laughs> I'm first on Jordan's list. Unsuspecting. So, so yeah. So no, I agree with Kyle. Uh, not like John Wayne Gacy. Day job. Like, yeah, I would just do my normal day job, and I would make sure that whatever I do has nothing to do with it. So, like I was saying, strangle people. Um, I would make sure I didn't use any materials that could be found at only at my work. Uh, bits of wire and stuff like that that I rarely, if ever, work with. All that you wouldn't really find lying around in stocks that I use. So it's not really related. Besides, what could I do? Lock them in a room and just keep painting until they die of <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> well, your 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 profession's it's called not your your profession's called panel beater. Uh, the beater part might come in more relevant. What use what use a person to beat the panels? Pick them up by the feet and use them like a bat. No, use the panels to beat them. <laughs> just what? Just pick up a. Just pick up. Why has this front wing got a face imprint on it? Oh, no, I was just. That was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was just seeing if I could make that in the middle. I will. I will say. I did just think. If you were a tattoo artist and you were killing the people that you that got tattoos that, that you didn't like, you could literally oh. have like a signature ta- part of the tattoo that you would add on to everybody so that people would know that it was that thing. So like a, that could be a signature as well as that tattoo style. Mm. Just popped into my head while we were thinking of professions. <laughs> yes, it does. So are we going to go for question 19 now? Yes. Question 19. Would you have a target amount of people to kill? Like, would you have a monthly or yearly quarter of how many people you should kill? Um, I wouldn't have a quarter. Because some of the I wouldn't have a quarter, but I would have a target because you, you, your quarter could fall through or you could easily get caught if pressure intensifies on you and you don't drop off or you don't let heat die down. Like, if you just kill for killing's sake and there's a lot of heat on you and you keep going, then you're going to get caught. That's how people get caught. Whereas if you need to lay low, then you're not going to hit your quote unquote quarter. Um, but target, I would say if you get a. Uh, I don't know, you know, I would say it doesn't take much to be considered a serial killer. There's people like less than 10. Um, but I would say like more than 20 would be substantial. I would say if you want to be absolute like edged and legend without it being like over the top brutal or like masochistic like Kyle is. So it's not like a bold statement. Thanks. It's just a, a sly. No, but if it's just a sly, these people are dead. What happened here? And then all of a sudden they realize, fuck, there's more than 50. I would say that's a big target, like lifetime target. I don't think I would have sort of a target amount because different techniques and stuff take more time and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but I think I think it would be I would have a final target 
in that area. So, like, you you would have the person that you want to save for last because they would be the big dog, like I said before. So I would have, like, a specific target that would be the last for that bit unless someone else came up who was a bigger twat. Um, but other than that, I don't think I would have a specific amount which may help or hinder because it could mean that in one place I only kill, you would only kill like two or three people and in other places you might end up killing 40. So, but because, but because I would move from place to place and go from country to country, it would, it would basically be like a lot of different numbers. But I think, yeah, like like Stefan says, I think if you wanted to make like a sort of impact, you would probably aim for more than ten, more than fifteen type thing because that's like the standardized. This is sort of a serial killer's number type thing. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? <coughs> I wouldn't have a amount of people to kill. Jordan, what about you? No, no amount. No amount. No amount. No amount. Question. If I could own if I could own catacombs or a stadium, maybe if I could fill it up. God damn it, Kyle! Right, we're swapping question twenty-one and twenty to twenty because like I've copied and pasted one question. Question twenty: Would you want your real name used, or would you change it? I.g., Charles Safira, Salvador. Salvador. How could you not say that? It's Charles Safira. You listen. Salvador, Charles Salvador, Salvador Dolly. Uh, to be, well, you know, you wouldn't want your proper name, but then your name's going to be used anyway in the present stuff, wouldn't you? If and when you get caught, so that's not going to matter really. So yeah. Well, look at Charles Manson. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think I would legally change my name, but because I would want to become like an urban legend or like a myth type thing, I think it would be like a sort of made-up name like that, like the Boogeyman type thing. It would be the myth's name, not exactly my name. I wouldn't want my name. Jordan, I wouldn't change it. I'll change it to my um, sex shop just to gain some press. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you call yourself, my sex shop? Oh, my sexual killed someone again. My little pony. <laughs> my little sexual. No. Strangled someone again. Into Finn Lyle. Yeah, Finn Lyle killed again. Oh. He's got a shop, you know. Hey, let's go find out. <laughs> Is that the publicity you're going for? The adverts that I give you aren't good enough anymore. You're going to kill people and just advertise Finn Lyle that way. Yeah. That's going to be Jay's signature, wasn't it? They're going to have a tentacle dildo up their arse and a ball gag. With Finn Lyle stamped on them. If they've listened up to this point but haven't heard Jay say that statement, like if Jay just bleeps out that statement, they're gonna think that the Lyle part's me. Dude, so Jay's Jay's signature would be a tentacle dildo stuff up or a ball gag in the mouth and he's fucking you know, he's clue that he leaves on the body. Like he's yeah. his insignia or whatever. Or you were saying it would just be a business card with his just his website name on it. In the top pocket. <sighs> fucking would be as well. <laughs> Or, a product, or, or like a product from the website, like a t-shirt or something. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine the news report? And here comes the victim getting wheel- wheeled out in a very lovely cotton t-shirt made by Finn Lyle Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just start taking funerals instead. 
Jordan, would you you uh oh you you said you wouldn't, wouldn't you? Jordan, would you advertise your sex shop at the victims? <laughs> no. <laughs> nice man. <laughs> Uh, question 21 sex still gonna take you to the afterlife would the killings be planned ahead or would it just be random victims oh planned Mm, I don't don't, know I I couldn't do random victims there would be like a certain well I don't know if somebody so I said rude arrogant ignorant people that would be people that pisses off in that moment and I got the chance to kill them so that would be like spare the moment type thing Um, but in terms of Otherwise, I would definitely go after politicians, so that would be planned. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of the same suit, but I think I would edge more towards highly planned and thought out with every single tiny, tiny detail accounted for, so it's completely foolproof and that it's a guaranteed capture, torture, kill type thing. Uh, do you know, I think you would have like pre-planned tortures put out though, so it's like, if I get the chance that someone pisses off and I manage to grab hold of them, this is what I'm going to do. So it would all be planned apart from the actual victim and then someone would piss you off and it'd be like, bang, I've got this one spare. Oh no, I, I would have pre-planned things like that, but if, if I was like specifically going, I think I, w- I would pre-plan specific targets as well, like be, be that meme where it's the guy stood there with the crazy eyes with the massive fucking spiderweb wall thing of connecting the dots and shit like that. I wouldn't have it as messy as that. That's Charlie Day. That, that's Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Have you not seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, no, I've seen murder boards in general, where like even when police are piecing things together and they use the old yeah, but you're he was using Charlie Day's um, Charlie from Philadelphia, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's the most common reference because everybody knows <laughs> the theme. But no, I haven't seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You need to watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But, but like, it wouldn't be as messy as that. It would be a lot more of a clinically clean type OCD thing. But I would. Oh, that answers one of the questions. Would it be clean or would it just be like stabbing the neck? Would it be clean or basically question twenty three is would you go for a messy kill or as clean as possible? There would be messy at the start, wouldn't there? Because you would you wouldn't have had the practice, but by the end of it, it would be so clinically clean that you would assume that a surgeon's done it. It would depend on how you were killing, though, because like I was saying with strangulation, if it's just a kill, like I'm not in for the torture and shit, then it would just be like killing people that are pricks. Then I'll go like so, like I said, strangulation because it leaves the least evidence generally. So therefore, it would be quite clean, unless it, unless you got into a messy stroll, they could manage to turn around and grab you, or you've actually had a fist fight with them. Jordan, I would want to turn someone into paint. Question twenty and question twenty one and twenty three, twenty one, twenty one. Would the killings be planned ahead, or would they be random victims? And question twenty three, would you go for a messy kill or as clean as possible? I have a question. What's question twenty (laughs) two? Question twenty two is still ready to be pasted. It's ready to be sent. But Kyle answered question twenty three, so I thought myself thought I'll ask. All right, so it's not just a maths breakdown in your head now, is it? No, it's just Kyle. It's a Kyle. Kyle jumped around, so it won't be a, it's Kyle's fault. No, it's because I, I jumped the gun saying I'd be clinically clean. It's not. It's not Jay forgetting maths. It's Kyle becoming out of control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you know he's failure because he's failure of control, and you that's fucked this up. <laughs> anyway, Jordan. Yes, Jordan. Random. It would be random because then you've got less chance of being caught. Yeah, Jordan can't plan what hobos he's going to kidnap. Come on. Would it be clean as? Would it be messy or be clean as possible? I would probably be messy at first, then be clean as possible, like later on. 
I'll be I'll be a messy killer. I'll love. I don't know. It'd be like, it'd be just Maybe so. You'd probably lie on a bed like in the blood or something because you're that kind of weird. I would. I and that and that um, tracks us to question twenty two. <laughs> Kyle, we're brilliant at linking random questions. But, yeah. <laughs> question twenty two: Would you kill for sexual gratification? No. W- would you ever consider anything sexual whilst killing or once you've killed? No. I feel like everyone's a note on your ear. No, but I, no, but I, I, I do partially like sadist, like the sadistic side of something. So it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be sexual gratification, but I would highly enjoy every single moment of it, and I would want to try and turn. It would be, it would be, I would be sacrificed. It would be. I would try and turn a human being into paint. May either while thought you said that before. That would either yeah, that would either be putting them onto a mechanism so it drags them on along along the floor so repeatedly that it basically slowly grinds them down till there's just a blood sticky mess on the floor. Or if it's just, <laughs> or if it's just me slowly dissolving them and turning all the ball ball all the ground up bones and powder and goop and blood into a paint. Right, so you go to Kyle's for like an art thing later on in life, and that and Kyle's become like arty and that. And he's like, Oh, I'm running this workshop and stuff. You're like, All right, we'll come along, we'll see what the crack is. And he's like, Right, you know how, um, you know, in the old days they used to uh, like grind up beetles to make like red dye and red paint and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, well, I make my own. All right, yeah, everyone else in the class is just like, Oh, cool. And we're just like slowly putting paintbrushes down, like, um, Eve <laughs> 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 now. <laughs> I think that would be the only way that I'll <laughs> Right. And then Kyle just looks at him and goes, Where are you guys going? I would. Famous, famous artist, uh, um, Kyle Har- uh, His painting has been found. Uh, you know, it's been auctioned. He's three million pound masterpiece in that. Uh, but there's been a problem with it because uh, while trying to identify it from his, we we'll try and find if there was any fingerprints or DNA, we found the fingerprints of 53 different people. Uh, sorry, the DNA of 53 <laughs> different people. Meanwhile, Kyle's paint's made entirely of people. <laughs> they all think it's a fraud or a fake. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, go on. I'm getting distracted. <laughs> okay, I'm getting off topic of your shenanigans. Good. Oh, we've won three hours again. Oh, shit. I've just thought someone from work listens to this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing? Right. I would care for sexual gratification yeah, to be honest. Jay, there's something wrong with you. Something sexually satisfying, especially if you haven't tried this. Right? You should at uh, yeah. least use a knife during sex once in your life yeah. because there's so much power and so much thrill and so much sexual tension when you use a knife. It's just the best thing. I was, I was about to say, I know for a fact that Jay uses uses cutting it while, while getting Cold sexual rate. gratifications. Cutting, so it it would very much extension well. of that. So basically, me on a killing spree would be a one massive orgy. I'll join in with that, but more just because Wait. I've got the sadistic side, it wouldn't be sexual gratification. It would. Just... You can join in. You can be the cleaner. Fuck no! Uh, Next, cool. you can make it clean as possible, then cook them and serve them. Next question: you can Clean it on the chef. Right, your last question. Question twenty-four: Is there a type you wouldn't kill? What do you mean by kids? type? No type of person. Women and children. Women, I'm fine with because some women are complete fucking 
assholes. Like I be- I believe in equality. If you're gonna if a woman I think you're excellent in this. If man. a woman is gonna slap me, I will slap him back. If 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 you if I believe in full equality of everybody, I don't believe any sort of thing where it's like one's the weaker sex or anything like that. I don't believe one should have more than the other. I don't believe that one should be treated more better than the other. Everybody should be treated equally. Therefore, if I, therefore, when I kill people, they will be treated Stop equally. Treating people, Kyle. The only, I think, <laughs> the only people that I wouldn't probably kill is children because they they've still got a chance to change and they haven't set themselves in stone yet but if if like once they hit the sort of i don't know if they were a complete arsehole when they're a child i might keep i might keep an eye on them in a few years until they become an adult and if they're still an adult arsehole when they're an adult then i would go through with it i wouldn't kill celebrities who are Good, like kind people donate a charity who are genuinely talented and who have made money by yeah, they're utilizing fine. Their talents, they're fine. Utilizing their talents, or people who entertain me immensely. If if they're a celebrity for a reason, like they've actually worked their way through through all the like they've actually struggled to do it and they've fought for it and all that sort of stuff. If they've actually yeah. like toiled and all that sort of stuff, fair enough. But if you're just famous for the sake of if you're just famous for being famous because you slept with someone or you you're stupid bimbo or some stupid shit like that yeah but also if, if, yeah but also if they're good people like if they're you know if if the if it's not necessarily the grind or the working hard or something like that but they do work and they do do a job and they do like they are like genuinely entertained or something like that like even if there's like the easiest way to put it is there are footballers who the parents are footballers and that's where the money come from and they've had the best training that's why they become the best in the same way like racing drivers and stuff we'll see there's some formula one now that there are a lot of f1 drivers that i used to watch in the 90s uh that their children uh are now in f1 um then i don't really have a problem with that if they're good people like if they're like hamilton like he's got his own race team that's like all about saving the planet and stuff like that and it runs like uh biofuels and stuff like that and um yeah I, mean, I don't like that he's a vegetarian necessarily but what i'm saying is and he's a knob he does a lot for charity but yeah but he's a good person and he does a lot for charity so even if i didn't particularly like what he done or didn't find him entertaining or follow him or whatever then he's not a bad person so i wouldn't kill him now I, I, I agree with that if you're doing good like it's there's the thing when I say like knobhead celebrities and all that sort of stuff. It's very much the type of people where they are assholes to every. They're just generally assholes. They're assholes to the fans. All that sort of stuff, and like they've had chances to do good things and they've just said no, or they've got loads of money and they've had a chance to do good good by others with all of them. Like like even just a partial tiny bit of their money. Like, there's billionaires who had a chance to help people while, like, coronavirus, or there's been a disaster, or anything like that, like the bushfires and all that sort of stuff, and they've had chances to help people and save lives, and they've went, nah, while I have me billions, instead of getting, like, if you've got 20 billion pound to your name, and, and you, like, can easily donate, like, 1 billion and it would be pocket change, and it wouldn't make a dent at all, and you would make that back in less than a year. If you do that, 
fair do. But if you don't, and you know for a fact that you can make that back in less than a year, and it is not even going to make a dent in your finances, you're not going to have any issues with it. It's literally not going to affect your life in any way, shape, or form because you're that fucking loaded. Then you are, but you just refuse to do it because you are a cunt who just wants to keep a hold of your money. Then you are a fucking asshole, and I will hunt you down. Was it Tom Hardy that said something like, I'm not quoting exactly here because I don't know the exact quote, but said something like he was brought up to treat the cleaners the same as you treat at the company the same as you would treat the CEO of the company? And yeah. if you've got that kind of ethic, then that's good. That's you're a good person. Exactly. You that's, I mean? that's the best way to think about it. And if the, if anything, this lockdown and this, the, if there's any message to come away from either of these two episodes about murder or anything like that and all this sort of stuff, it's not that I'm a psychopath or anything like that. It's I mean, that it it's that no matter what your walk of life, treat others kindly and with respect. And you will get treated with, with, if everybody in the world treated each other kindly and with respect, the world will be a much better place. And I know the internet doesn't help and all that sort of stuff because it's fallen and shit like that. But honestly, it's this. if this coronavirus has shown anything, it's that all the people in the lowest, shittest jobs, like sat, like fucking working on a garbage truck or working as a janitor, working in education, all this stuff... A lot of these, a lot of the jobs that people just take for granted, like store workers, all that sort of stuff, all of the jobs that people take for granted, and always like a lot of higher up people call scum of the earth and low employed and low earners and all that sort of stuff, and just sort of look down upon them. Those are now hailed as the key workers that people could not live without, and without them, this coronavirus would have been a hell of a lot fucking worse. And knowing this, as I am one of clusters, one of those key workers, honest to God, like the amount of work that people have put in just to help other people and keep things running. And a lot of people don't seem to even realise how much work these key workers do on a daily basis, never mind just because of the coronavirus, but on a daily basis without it, just doing normal stuff. So, yes, go with that philosophy of treat the, treat the, treat the cleaners and the receptionists and the security guys and everything with the same exact respect that you would treat a billion pound CEO of the company because you can guarantee even if that CEO has worked his arse off from working in a shed all the way up to the top, you can guarantee that the majority of those I'm not going to say all of them, but the majority of those people who are working at the bottom of the ladder are working just as hard as him and it, or her and the CEO will have will probably have a relaxing day now and do absolutely nothing but some of them have worked their ass off so don't take that for granted like those ones I'm fine with don't take that for granted but respect people because the amount of people that get shit on just for doing their job when they're the ones that yes they do a low income job or they do an absolute shit job like they work in a fucking Asda or McDonald's or shit like that and they get the tons of abuse but they're the ones that have basically kept everything running and they are the ones that keep everything running in the country day to day for all of fucking eternity basically because it's what they've been doing it's what generations of people have been doing 
So if you look down on those people, you are the lowest of low. I don't care if you're a famous celebrity or whatever. And all of this murder and everything aside, if you would do that, if you would look down on those people and treat them like assholes, you are the lowest of the low. You are scum and you would be the type of person that I would target. Because no one deserves to be treated like scum for doing their job and for fucking surviving. And most importantly, only kill people that deserve it. Don't target random people. <laughs> if you're going to be a serial killer, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. If you have to, at least target pricks who deserve it. Anyway, shall we finish up because it is... Take the premises. Three, yeah. it, we've been going for about three hours now, so shall we Your finish? Your rant's been going for three hours. <laughs> there's been a long episode. Mostly because of me, yes. I do. But yeah, there's been a long episode. <laughs> Thank you very much for our little entertainment from Kyle here. And thank you for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, you can go to twitter.com forward slash taken off air, facebook.com forward slash taken off air. You can also go on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash subterside productions. You also can email us at info at subterside.org. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash taken off air. You've been listening to um, Taken Off Air on Spotify, and we apologise if we have mentally scarred or disturbed you. And that's just Kyle. Apologies, that's Kyle and Jay. <laughs> yeah, Kyle and Jay. Join us next week for Christmas. Hey. That's, that's hey. a good link. This, this is the <laughs> one of the darkest episodes that we'll probably release, and next week is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Probably one of the lightest ones. Yeah, so we're going, we're dark, and then we're going to light, and then we'll go back to our normal bullshit. Then we'll go back to dark. It's going to be a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. And Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.